Hi guys, and welcome back to the 34th episode of the Couch on Ice podcast. Before we get into some hockey news, let's introduce the boys. Uh, start off with Jordan. How you doing, Amusha? There, Jordan. Uh, I've been better. I'm coming down with a bit of a cold. I think it might be the uh, the obvious cold weather front we've been having. <laughs> oh yes, the freezing of uh, <laughs> 15 degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so cold compared to our 35 that we were getting the other week, but I'll take it. It's nice and chilly. Comes with the rain and the <laughs> hail. Yeah, every year. <laughs> well, no rain and hail this year. It seemed like Jesus. Christ. No, we had hail here. Oh, did you? We had none yeah. up here. Oh wow! No, we had uh start of the week. We had we had hail. Oh no, we got a little bit of rain in up in Martinsville, but that's about it. <laughs> and I was seeing Calgary got hail the size of fucking loonies. Oof! <laughs> that's an SGI is having a fun week in Calgary then. Yeah, I um, bet. Or not SGI, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever. Let's... <laughs> introduce the <laughs> other member of the podcast chase how's it going chase yeah, not bad not bad good times you know good. <laughs> living the life living the life good times that's right all right let's just get straight into it we got some big signings to talk about right away uh then we'll get into our calgary mo our calgary gms but jordan you want to just fire away some signings right away and let's talk about them yeah man so let's start with nikita zadarov He's off to Calgary on a one-year, $3.7 million AAV. Yeah, what a giant, man. Holy crap. Yeah. Six, six. Big payday for a guy who's just going to throw the fucking body. Yeah. But you know what? Calgary needs some of that, so. Yeah, they need someone who can defend with Chris Tanev. Um, well, exactly. <laughs> Besides Chris Tanev, exactly. Yeah, you got a nice opposite. It's pretty nice, you know, to have somebody that's exactly like Tanev maybe take – I don't know if this is what I'm wondering if they're going to play with Tanev or should make a shutdown line. That would be crazy. Or if they'll mm-hmm. spread it out and have them on the bottom pair. Just bodies flying good everywhere lines. with that line. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be very fast. No, they'd be turnstiled a lot. My biggest <laughs> fear. I feel you got to throw Hannafin with one of them and just because of the yeah, speed. Yeah, that's what I think too. I think you're going to pair Hannafin with Chris Tanev. It's what they did last year, and it seemed to work okay. Well, I guess it didn't work okay. They were pretty bad last year. Well, it worked okay for Chris Tanev, at least. He yeah, was good. He was the best analytical defenseman in the league last year. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But we'll move on to another Calgary defenseman here. Yeah, the next one they re-signed is Yuso Valimaki. The young guy gets two years at $1.55 million AAV just your standard like can yeah, you play bridge it deal. bridge deal play on our pro- progress yeah just make some progress yeah. playing at on this our point bottom. now is where it's like okay we really need to see you break out otherwise we might have to ship you off pretty much yeah he's 22 i, I don't know he's, he's still young for a defenseman 22 is really young yeah he's good i don't know but they but he's been high touted right like yes. i don't know I've, yes it's been has. a few years now where he's he's been in the nhl uh, he played last year 49 games. Is that for the yeah, NHL? Yeah, this might be. It's a big year for him, for sure. This yeah. is a big year. This this next Dude. couple of years are pretty big. Um, I'm just trying to see. Sorry, he was a first-round pick 16th overall in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, understandably why he was he is yeah, so highly touted. 
Um, I don't know. I think he's going to do okay this year. I do too. I I'm, especially hope so. I'm more intrigued to see how he does in year two of this contract than next year. I'm just hoping to see progression from last season. That's all I'd want to see in Calgary, and I'd be very happy. It's a cheap contract. You can easily bury 1.5 or trade it away if it's that if he's that terrible, but I don't think he will be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, basically played all last year, so yep. as long as he can stay in the lineup. and I don't know. I'd like to see him play some top four minutes, but – He's we'll got the chance now with Geo. Yeah, absolutely. He's now definitely, with Geo definitely has an opportunity. It's between mm-hmm. one of one of a couple guys. So, yeah. yep, definitely Calgary will be looking to one of their young left-handed defensemen. Yeah, yeah, and for like, like the or, uh, Shillington. Yeah, and for only playing twenty-four games in his first year and coming into this last year, getting eleven points <laughs> in forty-nine games is really pretty it's, pretty respectable. Honestly, it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Or just some guy, you know. In all reality, it's tough Absolutely. for D men to come in and actually, especially at a, at that age, mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. at the age of what twenty twenty is when he first played. So twenty one last year, yeah, quite young for a defenseman in the league. Yes. Anyways, uh, moving on to Philadelphia, they give Travis Sanheim a two year four point six seven five million AAV contract. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, hey. I, I don't know where they're finding all this money, but when I calculated it, they didn't have that much. Yeah, you know? I know they could like hit them with like three seven, three eight, or something. But like that's about it. Like, yeah, that's exactly. I, hey, I did not see them an having extra that much million. money. Uh, but the difference is, we were also talking a one year three point seven five ish, like just yeah, to, three to, and a half, or just to free up tax exactly. space next year. But I mean. If they can add on basically another million, and yeah, yeah like he's year. got, he's got good defensive like stats, all the analytics stats. So that's that's good and stuff. But yeah, he was just overwhelmed last year and didn't yes. look so amazing. So I don't know. That's it, I that think good, be a better year. he's got to play good, right? I guess no, that's for sure. It'll be like, easier this be year. A- with yeah, he's either gonna be yeah, he's either gonna be with Ellis or Ristolainen, and that's a hell of an upgrade from last year. So mm-hmm. I, I, even though I'm not completely sold on Risto, I it's an upgrade still. He's still a top yep. four D man, and yep. Philly were desperate need of it, and they got two this off season. So I think he'll have a way better season. Yeah, and if not, at least it's two years, right? Yeah, easily. Easily movable contract if necessary, and I, he's not going to be bad enough where you're going to need to get rid of it right now. Like, 25. like I don't know. I don't see why you wouldn't have went longer with this if this is how True. much you had to pay him. You know, in case he, but then, in case he can't do it. Like, what if last year? <laughs> well, was... Why the fuck are you paying him this much? <laughs> True, it, it's only two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would no, be it's... worse if he leaves on a free because you don't think he can do it. Or like you just yeah. let him walk and he yeah. goes, gets paid $5 million for eight years or whatever. Someone, and he yeah, lights by up. Edmonton. Yeah, by Pittsburgh. And then Pittsburgh <laughs> knocks out Philly. <laughs> like That would be like worst case scenario. <laughs> so, I like the contract. Philadelphia continue their signings. They pick up another journeyman of the league, Derek Broussard, on a one-year, 825k cheap contract. I love this deal. Me too. Very cheap. Zero risk. 
He sucks. Don't play him. Done. <laughs> it's that simple. He's he's played a lot. He's been very hit or miss where he's going. Uh, seems like a very system based, decent defensively. Yeah, because he was center. quite good in New York, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pretty good there. He was. We went to Columbus after, and he was actually good in Columbus for a couple of years. And he got traded away, and I don't know. He's been to Florida. He's been to Pittsburgh, and I remember talking about Broussard like, "Oh, this is our new Nick Benino." <laughs> Fuck, was I wrong? Um, <laughs> no, no, just yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. First for him, didn't you? Ah, uh, we gave up something stupid, but we flipped him for Jared McCann and Nick Bukestad. So I'm not too upset about not that. Not too bad. Not quite know, the honor nice profit, Long story but... short, though, he's pretty all right for 825k. But Chase yeah, nice fourth saying. line plugger. Exactly. Plus, he's got some uh, experience. Got I, I think he'll fit better in Philly than most teams he's played on. I don't know why. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Eh? Yeah, it seems more like his style for sure. Uh, yeah, he's... Arizona was a strange, strange, very like, strange, just weird. Yeah, I think he just got the most money from them and got guaranteed playing time. Probably tried to do the whole like Cody CC, like go to a team, go to a good team, perform okay, get paid. Yeah, and it's been quite the journey for him ever since the whole well, trade. Fuck, basically his whole the Rick week, Nash his trade career. Yeah, man. Hey, like that's just sideways. Played with Columbus for like five, six years. Yeah. Was the uh, Rangers for four years, three and a half, I guess. Ottawa for two. Not even one and a half. One and a half. Pittsburgh, one and a half. Panthers, one. Yep. Colorado took him. Oh, no. He went to three different teams in that one year. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Florida, Florida. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was awful for Florida. He was was not great for Pittsburgh, but he He, still showed promise. Then Pittsburgh flipped him for a, a great package. And yeah, and then, then, and then he played 10 games with Florida, got four points, got traded to Colorado, got four points in 20 games with Colorado. Yeah. Played yeah. nine playoff games. Then he went to the Islanders and got 32 points in 66 that's games. That's pretty good. Damn. Uh, and like, then he went to call Zona and got 20 and 53. So we got some we got some promise here. That might not be too bad. I don't know if there's a third line spot for him on this team. Probably to not. get that thirty points, but like he'll play fourth he line, can, plug in on the third line that, based on hey? injury. Yeah, he'll mm-hmm. be he'll be injury filler. The nice part yeah. about him is is you're comfortable sliding him instantly up to your third line and sliding one of your third yeah. third liners up if need be. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, hey. so I I think it's fine and uh, yeah, it's balance it out. 825k. I know we're talking a lot about just Derek Broussard, but I think he. But it really balances. Could. It balances the Philly. Whole, the full roster, hey. Plus, like, does. I look at this and how come Ed- Edmonton aren't like bashing their head against the wall, saying, "Why can't we get a fourth line center like that on that deal?" They've yeah. been looking for that for years, like, yeah. and Philly mm-hmm. just come in and are like, "We had a bad season last year, and I want." to be good this year not exactly what he said but like he did he literally said the other day their their gm came out and said last year took years off his life it was so bad (laughs) so he's clearly not happy with the team based on all the stuff he's done this offseason so anyways Derek Broussard 
So well, I guess while we're talking right. about Philly, we might as yeah. well talk about, talk about another signing. Yeah. Andre Sveshnikov gets paid eight years, $7.75 million. Wow. Yeah, I think it's fair. I, I think it's going to be a steal in the I future. It's great. Weren't they offering yeah, seven hey, and a half um, for eight years along like months? Yeah, ago? that's what I had him getting like seven and a half or five years. So it's nice to I guess Get walk him down years. for that long. I didn't think you'd be able to walk him down that long at that price. So that's beauty. insane. Yeah, he's yeah. he's dope, man. Like this is already uh, worth it. And yeah. he's twenty one. Yeah, true. That's a good right? point. Like, he's already yeah. worth seven mil. Exactly. So think about how the how this contract's gonna look in five, six years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, as long as they don't lose everyone else because they refuse well, exactly, to pay, right? to pay like, anyone whose name is doesn't start with like A and S. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just Aho and Sveshnikov. That's the only ones they seem to want to pay. And it, mm-hmm. it, oh, I hate Carolina's ownership so much. Like you can have such a good team if you just no way, whip, man. They just they have that wallet. price, and they're like, "This is how it is, man." You I know, like, like it with fuck some out of here. Then, like, I'm not dealing with people that want fucking extra shit. We got their team, and this is how it's gonna fit with you on our team. So That's you think what, what works with you? Then I guess we're gonna fucking change it up. And I get being hard, do, but we're not fucking giving Dougie Hamilton at 28 years old. Nine million dollars for fucking eight years because that does not make sense in our book of reason. Like I don't know, I I, I like what they do, but it's what about Nadelkovich? Miss out on shit like that and this and that. And yeah, I don't know. That was that was strange, but like, how great is he gonna be? And they need somebody now, I guess, in oh. a sense. Like they don't trust him that that much. Obviously, like I can kind of see why you would maybe give up on him because he might not be like a great starter forever but yeah man like <clears throat> they wanted to go with freddie or get us a, a sturdy sturdy yeah, really, goalie for sure they really wanted freddie there's been talks about them getting freddie for like two years mm-hmm. so that made sense so, yeah. of it they just have their book of rules and they don't fucking budge man so I, like you gotta you got I, I tip my hat for that basically i i, I agree Sucks that they'll miss out on a lot of people and won't deal with a lot of people like but I, I fully agree with the whole. You gotta Dougie be Hamilton flexible. Thing. I'm not giving Dougie Hamilton nine. I'm not giving him nine. Twenty-eight years old. I'm not giving him nine. But what they guy. offered him is a little is low too. You're not getting him for six and a half. What they offered, he's a. I would pay him seven and a half, eight. Yeah, they million. might have met in the middle though. I see, and that's which it wasn't sound, gonna it sounded happen. Like nobody, it sounded like both of them wouldn't budge for the middle. Like I would have just. If they said six and a half final offer, you work your way and okay, this is our legit final offer. We'll give you seven and a half. If he still leaves, he still leaves. But like, I don't know. I feel like they could have done maybe a little bit more, but I wasn't in the negotiating room. So, so we can move. Indeed. Move on. For the Indeed. next big, uh, the next big payday goes to Sean Couturier. He is getting eight years at seven seven five million. Exact same contract, sixty two million. Yep. Um, yep. I love Sean Couturier. But yeah, I, this could be this could be good. It's a bit long, in my opinion, but like he could yeah. be a. I mean, easily be a Selkie contender for at least four or five of those years. Yeah, yeah. Like He's I wonder be what happened because I was 
I don't know. I just always thought they would they would just give him what Claude Giroux's been making. That was yeah. like the whole point of the whole thing, which he kind of did. Maybe they did want to do that, but they were only like, yeah, we, we do, do need to upgrade like our decor <laughs> or like whatever. Hey, like maybe they didn't want to do it for too too long right. at eight two five. So they're like, well, we could just go eight years and chop that down a bit so well um, they have that little bit more flexibility now they have like an extra five hundred thousand dollars because i'm pretty sure they were gonna just sign them from what i remember hearing even they were just gonna basically swap contracts oh. <laughs> like Giroux's gonna get four three three for the next fucking <laughs> six seven years or something like that oh, no but it's it will probably get five or something I'm thinking. yeah it's it's a good deal um yeah he's gonna be he's by the time he's 36 he's still gonna be good um Mm -hmm. if he can hold up injury wise that would be my biggest worry um if being a philadelphia flyer fan um yeah otherwise it'll be the veracic treatment right two years into that contract and he'll be dust oh i don't know it's i really like it shark theory is good he's so good man but like, hopefully he can hold up his body for eight years. Yeah, exactly. For, worth at least six million. You can be at mm-hmm. least worth six million in that contract for all eight years. That's a W of a contract. If that's the worst you get, is worth around five six million for the whole eight years. That'd be amazing. Yeah, you kind of have to bite the bullet at the back end of the contract. Yeah, might not be great just because last he's two been years, like might... an eight million dollar player for like yeah two Cap- three years. So cap will go up though a little bit. I mean, it may not go up like by ten million, but it'll go up a little bit, so it'll help that I contract feel... a little bit. Yeah, once the cap goes up a decent amount, I feel like these seven mil they'll be, will worth, be pretty decent. They'll, they'll be, be great contracts. contracts. They'll be the contracts mm-hmm. that are like the five million, like the the Duncan Keith a couple years ago was. Like mm-hmm. these contracts that just like Crosby's now. Like Crosby's now is aging fucking just crazy. Not that he broke the bank for it either, but I don't know. It, it's great. Sean Kateri is dope. Worth it. Back to Calgary, a player I'm a big fan of, even bigger fan of his mustache, Dylan Dubé. Three years, two point three million. Two point three. I don't think Dubé's got that mustache, does he? I thought that was Bennett. he did at one point. I don't know if he still does, but I I'm knew a, he had a very sexy mustache. I'm checking this out. Oh. Yeah, I know. It was Sam Bennett inspired. Oh man, he's from uh, Golden, BC. What a fucking beautiful place! Oh my god, yeah. No, this guy's a beauty. Hey, I like him. Yeah, he played for Kelowna too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Played yeah, for no, I, I like him playing on the third. I don't know if you need to try to push him in the top six yet. Holy. I think he, I think he'll be like a forever third line guy. Honestly, you seeing that beautiful caterpillar around. Oh, that's 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 something. That's a greasy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bennett inspired. I'm telling you, it's oh, a beauty. God. That's, oh, yeah. It's something. Yeah, Dubé. Dubé is pretty decent. I like what you said there. Probably a third liner for the most of his life. Yeah. Um, maybe pushes for that second line. Like, I think yeah, he's he'll gonna be able be a, to go in there every odd time and stuff like that. Is what I was thinking. I think he'll be a nice plug-in player for an injury. Be a nice third mm-hmm. line scorer. Yeah. So I I like it. I don't think 
you can't go wrong if it's around two million for a third, oh, fuck, third I liner. Was, I was fifty thousand dollars off my <laughs> contract prediction. Son of a bitch. And a year off. <laughs> no, it was three. Well, years. you did give three for two point five. That's the same deal. Yeah, basically. three year, two point two five. I gave that to Robert Thomas, Yamamoto, fucking Dubé. That's that's basically close enough though how how are you supposed to like know to round up by the nearest <laughs> like exactly 5, they did right? it on purpose <laughs> they screwed us again first first, first with chaz lucius <laughs> and now with Dubé. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're fired for living yeah this is why we don't like you <laughs> this is why we took over calgary and i yeah, made... that's why we're doing, yeah, that's why we're doing it to you. yeah first they didn't draft Chaz lucius oh oh my yeah, god what? what's next yeah, exactly what's next oh he's gonna extend moving monahan on. for 10. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the habs they have re-signed Ryan Paling to a two-year, 750K contract. The deal is structured so that the first year is a two-way contract and the second year is a one-way contract. Yeah. yeah just, I mean, just it's... Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't want to say I hate this deal because you can't because it's league men, but I hate this deal for Montreal because... I don't want Ryan Paling to be on Montreal anymore. He needs to play. I'm yeah, s- I'm sick of Montreal yeah, not seen... playing him. Like <laughs> no, it's like, it's like this this guy will play next year. I swear he's good enough. He's he's so close to making that jump. But next year, next year's our year. This year they lose Philip Deneau, their best center, <laughs> or arguably best center, <laughs> and he still might not get in. Like, yeah. No, and I mean this uh, guy's board what like three goals in his first game and yeah, then against the drops him to the AHL. Yeah, he scores a hat trick and then he goes and lights up Laval for a bit. Like, well yeah exactly and that's I it too. Know. His stint in the AHL it, it did him good but it it Yeah real good in the AHL. <laughs> yeah. Real good in the AHL. Like I don't I don't understand why like I didn't know Steve Eiserman was running the fucking canadians and marinating him for six years Two year like, project. like i don't know why they just don't play him that's yeah. just my biggest issue with the contract i love paling i think he could be something well solid player okay. but so like paling was in uh the nc yeah and he played that one game in uh with montreal so that was like yeah, near the end of the season. So yes. they just randomly threw him in after that uh, NCAA season was over. And then he played 2019-20, played 27 games, and shared that in the AHL. And we got two points in 27 games. Then was, this was his first year in the AHL, which is 13 points in 36 games. And last year was the second full year with 25 points in 28 games. Which so, like, is good. Which is very good. Yeah, so like it's really he's like he's twenty two, he really hasn't been around that much. I thought he had uh I thought he's been in the AHL this whole time, not so did uh, I showing out in college or whatever that is. So um I don't know. Like maybe this is the this is the year, like, 'cause I don't I know what is Mon- Montreal needs the spot, they need I the do. guy. He yeah, could he be a solid third line guy for these guys and actually help them out quite a bit. 
So I don't know. Maybe this is a guy, a sleeper, sleeper pick here. Look for this guy on the waiver wire maybe this year. You know? Yes, yes, on the waiver wire for sure. Well, next year, I guess, because it's a two-way this year. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, um, I, I just – I would like to see him play more. Yeah, man, I get no he's in the double NCAA, but after a season no, like, like last year – Yeah, he, I know he's in the A now Um, with but, what you said. Like, I know he had a good year last year. He had a really good year in the AHL last year. He played the season before. Sounds by the sounds of what they're talking about, he's not going to play this year and for much for Montreal. If he does, yeah, it's or at least it's going to be sheltered minutes. Yeah, I don't, I just want to see more from him. I hope they play him more this year. It's all I'm going for. If they don't, then someone should try and trade for him because I yeah. think you get him on a cheap deal. Because if they don't yeah, play no, him really I... at all this year, they clearly don't have faith in him at all. So, yeah, the way I, the way I see it and why I said that is because like in all reality, like if they don't make some moves and maybe get an extra guy or something in here for the center spot, like this guy could end up on the team because yeah, he's playing playing good or something, you know. So I hope, but he plays. I'm sure I'm sure they'll make some moves and they won't. They'll make sure that Poling doesn't have a spot because that's what they've done ever exactly. since they they so. have the last couple of years. So. Yeah, that's that's my only problem with the, the deal. What yeah, team no, is signed it with? Either. So, uh, let's. Well, should we just get jump right into our Calgary? Yeah, because that's all of the signings. Uh, yeah, that's it. Pretty quiet week for it. The two big ones, obviously, being the sixty-two million contract with Sveshnikov yep. and Couturier, which is pretty, pretty good contracts. Um, who wants to start with their Calgary? Because I. I went pretty interesting on mine. I'll say that. I'd like to hear one of yours. Okay. Okay, I'll start it off. Um, and then, Chase, you want to go second? And then, Jordan, you want to finish her off? I'm good with that. Uh, I'll go last. I'll go oh, last. you want to go last? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I'm also good with that. Jordan, you go second. I'll go first. Okay. So, start it off. I have to break this down a little bit because I made a three-way trade. But... You can't do three-way trades in this, so I got to kind of – I had mm. to write it down myself and do it. So to start in my first season, I signed Dubai to a two-year, two million. I know he signed for 2.3. Sorry, I was did this earlier than the signing came in, um, and I didn't want to redo it. So I can find an extra 300K for Dubai. But I made a absolute blockbuster three-way with – Boston and Buffalo. Hmm. I trade so to Boston they get Sean Monahan. And that's oh, it. Just, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Boston gets Sean Monahan. No retained salary. Calgary gets Jack Eichel. One million retained. And Buffalo gets Tyler Parsons, Jake DeBrus, Jacob Peltier, a 2022 first-round pick from Calgary, top two protected, a 2022 first-round pick from Boston, a 2023 first-round pick from Calgary, and a 2022 second from Florida. Hmm. So they're just doing the full rebuild. Yeah, I I finally got Buffalo doing the – finally getting all their pieces – Calgary gets Eichel, 
Buffalo gets Monahan or Boston mm. gets Monahan. I like that. That's Boston cool. gets their second line center. We get our first line center finally. Um, so that's the biggest moves I made in the first season. And the lines are Jack Eichel, Johnny Goudreau, Blake Coleman, Matthew Kachuk, Elias Lindholm, Andrew Mangiapane. Third line: Backlund, Dubé, Pitlick. And then it's Chris. Or sorry, I also Buffalo. Our Calgary also got Chris Wagner from. From Buff, from Boston. From Boston. Yeah, yeah, as a depth option. I forgot to mention that. Uh, fourth line: Chris Wagner, Milan Lucic, and Brett Ritchie. With Trevor Lewis as my extra thirteenth forward. Noah and my defense stays the same of what it's supposed to be this season: Hannafin, Tanev, Zadorov, Anderson, Balamaki, Shillington, and then Markstrom and Vladar and and Nett. So that's my first season. And I went all out for Eichel. Before I get into the second season, what are you guys' thoughts on the Eichel trade of it all? Because I like, it. I like the freeway, especially. A guy commented on it, and I wanted to bring this up because he's his comment didn't make sense, so I had to bring it up. He says Buffalo's not retaining, and that's way too many first round picks. Well, hence the extra first round picks is so he yeah, retains. Exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> I, I so that, that I, I just I just wanted exactly I just wanted to point that out. It is a lot of first. Most of them yeah, are protected, like, but he's retained. So, who was it again that went all to Buffalo? You said like Peltier two first round picks, like twenty two and twenty three, or what? Yes, and then Florida second, and then Boston sends their first from the Monahan deal to Buffalo and DeBrusque. I may have been an extra player too much, but. I'm trying to go with what Kevin Adams wants to uh, and would say mm-hmm. yes. Plus, I understood what the guy's saying about the retaining. They won't want to retain. So you're going to pay a lot to retain a million. And I kind of had to to make more money work. Like, as crazy as it sounds, a million dollars went a long way to making all the signings I needed. Mm-hmm. So it's to me it seems a little bit of an overpayment for calgary but you're getting jack eichel and you're trying to win right now this is your last ditch effort anyways with this core so that's what i went for i wanted to go all out plus i didn't want monahan on this team anymore (laughs) so so what what did boston have to give up boston gave up a first jake debrus and chris wagner in total so they okay. got Monahan okay. for a first, and yeah. So uh, okay. what I was going to do, too, mm, that's is not bad. I, I was also – I didn't write it down because it would mess up my money. I was going to have Buffalo retain some of Monahan's contract. Like, nothing crazy because it's only two years. But I think I was going to have him retain, like, 500 k to make Boston fit. And Chris Wagner had to be in the deal for cap reasons. Um. And same with DeBrusque. So so they get their second line center, what they desperately need now. Eichel's obviously elite. I'm going to light it up with Johnny Goudreau, I'd hope. So that's what I went for. Um, jump into my second season here quick. Um, oops. Crap. One second. I had it pulled up, but now it's not. 
Uh, there it is. Okay. Um, second season, I didn't do a whole lot of trades, but I made a lot of signings, um, being uh, that I had to <laughs> for for Calgary's UFAs. So their RFAs, uh, I signed Matthew Kachuk. I signed him to a 9.5 for seven years. Um, I don't, it's a little much. Now that I look at it now, but I feel like that's what he's going to ask for next year since he took a bridge deal at seven. I feel like he's going to want a decent pay raise if they'll give it. And I keep Kachuk. I signed Magiapani for four years at 4.5. Uh, Shillington to a two-year 1.9 bridge deal. Uh, UFAs, I signed Ilya Labushkin to a two-year $2 million deal. Uh, Curtis Lazar to a one-year 900k deal. Andrew Kopp to a four-year 4.5 million. Uh, Johnny Goudreau six years eight and a half million. Um, and then my lines pretty much defense stays roughly the same. Hannafin, Tana, Velimaki, Anderson, Shillington, Labushkin, Markstrom, Vladar stay the same. And then. Uh, the, the offense is... Sorry, I also traded um, Milan Lucic away to LA. I traded him for a second round pick. or Sorry, not for a second. I traded him in a second for a fourth round pick yeah. to, to LA. Yeah, yeah. the reason why... And, and people are saying that this is not enough uh, for giving up Lucic. He had one year left in his deal, first of all. Second, big bodies are very valuable for one year, especially. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be that much to offload if you have a lot of cap space. Like, I feel like he's a player someone wants, so I didn't give yeah, him too much. Yeah, I don't disagree at all. Um, a lot of people are commenting saying it was so stupid. Um, but, no, I... And then the offense, Johnny Goudreau, Jack Eichel, Andrew Maggio. Pawnee, uh that's wrong. Blake Coleman's supposed to be up there. Um, and then Kachuk, Lindholm, Magiapani is second line. Cop, Backlund, Dubé, Curtis Lazar, Connor Zari, and Chris Wagner, my fourth line. So okay. that is my team. I like that a lot. So I made a big splash for that Eichel. All right, you ready to hear what I've done? Yep, let's hear it. So I I made two trades. The first trade, I similarly traded Sean Monahan. Except I traded him to Winnipeg. Interesting. So I have Winnipeg attaining Sean Monahan, Andy Walensky, Matthew Phillips, and the rights to Valimaki in exchange for Sammy Niku, Logan Stanley. Pierre-Luc Dubois, and a fourth-round pick in 2023. Holy shit. I thought that would be pretty interesting. Okay, so say it again, sorry. So Calgary get Sammy Niku, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Logan Stanley, and a 2023 fourth-round pick in exchange for Sean Monaghan, Andy Walensky, Matthew Phillips and the rights to Valimaki. Hmm. 
just trying to think because I like the base of the trade for sure of the pieces. Monahan for good wall. I think you are a pick away from Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Chase is just fixing his headphones here, so that's why he's not talking. Um, I, I, I think you're just a pick away, maybe a second away, um, mm-hmm. a second round pick. But for the most part, I agree. It's just because Winnipeg's giving up two defenders that they wouldn't love to give up. Yeah, you know. So other well, than that, but they are getting Shillington think, back, right? I so. think they'd be interested in in Sammy Niku. They're interested. They'd be okay with it. But Logan um, Stanley, I do agree. I think they'd be more inclined to want to keep him. So yeah. Um, the second trade I did, I did with the Islanders. I traded for the rights to Anthony Bavillier and Sammy Bolduc in exchange for Brett Ritchie, Byron Froche, Itu Tuolala, the 2022 second round pick from Florida, and Calgary's 2023 fourth round pick. Nice. Interesting. So who are the prospects you gave up? Um, uh, I gave Itu Tuolala. Yeah. Who's and then second this year, first round pick this year, second, I think. Second and then pick. I got Sammy Bullduke back. Okay. Interesting. Cause Bullduke's already 20, and I don't know if he's like highly touted by Islanders. Right. So I think they would be if they were gonna give up a prospect, which I figure for three players in return, they'd likely want to. Right. Um he would be someone they'd be okay with. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like it. And you just, did you do one season or two seasons of? I just did the one. You just did the one. Okay. So you don't have Johnny's contract or anything for next year. No, but I do. I did sign Bovillier to a longer term one and stuff. So what did you I'll sign him to? Um, I signed Anthony Bovillier to a four million four year. Okay, yeah. that's yeah, that's not bad. Um, I feel like he'd want a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like five. he could push for four and a half. Yeah, around a four or five, four and a half, five ish there. Um, yeah, that's dope. I love that. Purely Dubois, mm-hmm. that's an interesting one. You made some big moves too. I'm yeah, I figured I'd surprised. do something interesting. Yeah, I I like it. Um, just might be like touch off on some, like just like yeah, a, just a, like. Prospector and picks. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I, the Islanders one. Hey, sorry guys. There we go. Cheers back. Uh, the Islanders one to me is kind of questionable because I, I worry they don't want to lose Bavillier like, at all. I agree, deal. but at the same time, I figured if they if they're in a cap issue where they do have to give up somebody, right. I think that or likely to, and that's what I figured is that they would have cap issues with Bavillier. Okay, fair, yeah, fair enough then. Um, so that's why I went down that route. So that, yeah, that so makes sense. The roster ends up looking like first line of Johnny Hockey, Matthew Kachuk, and Dubois. Yeah. Second line would be uh, Coleman on the left, Mangiapane on the right, and Lindholm down the middle. Yep. 
third line would be really sexy. I would love this. Pavillier, Dubé, and Backland. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then a fourth line of Tyler Pitlick, uh, Milan Lucic, and Trevor Lewis down the middle. And then I figured for a in case they were having issues with Trevor Lewis down the middle, because I know he can play center and he's not too not too bad at all down there. I figured yeah. that they could pick up somebody like uh, David Backes or uh, Brad Richardson on just like a one-year, one mil. Yeah, just... Just an older guy who's really confident on the draw. Yep. Or um, maybe a prospect comes up even. Yeah, exactly. Right, like they've got very good center prospects. Yeah, Zarya Um <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I would love to see uh, Zari up there for sure this year give him a shot i would too <laughs> he's very i like that team a lot um uh defensively i have noah hannafin and rasmus anderson oliver shillington and chris tanov and then sammy niku and nikita zadarov with uh logan stanley obviously coming up too nice nice wow interesting so you got Logan Stanley as your seventh man. Pretty much, yeah. Holy shit. I wonder if you play him over Niku, honestly. I might. Well, and that's it too, right? Like, uh, you could play him over Shillington. You could play him over Niku. You could play him, like, uh, there's a couple of them that you could kind of rotate in wherever you need. Right. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Um, I, I like a lot of the, f- like I said, the foundations of the trades were great. Um, mm-hmm. interesting for sure. Like a Dubois being flipped right away after being. Yeah, I was just thinking. Interesting. Like, yeah, I just thought like, you know what, Dubois? He didn't light it up in Winnipeg, no, so it's not like they're bad. gonna be like, okay, we're gonna keep this guy for sure. So I figured maybe they're interested in flipping him for somebody else. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to just trying to comprehend like the the. Biggest issue of swapping like Monahan for him is Dubois is also a hell of a lot younger. A True, and he's also younger. gonna want a lot more. True, is something to consider as well. But and he in, will, and he will want to play first line center, whereas Monahan I feel like would be more content playing that Seneca line role right. behind Shifley. Uh, I I'm just I'm just arguing the value in the sense of just because mm-hmm. he wants a lot of money doesn't mean the trade yeah, no, he's, is diminished. He's, he's young and he's exceptional for sure. He's yes, and for what he did. So like that's the only like small thing I, I think about. Like I love mm-hmm. the boldness to go out and just make that deal. Like yeah. I would never even have thought of to try and pull in a du- Pierre Le Dubois and in it. But if you can then wow. Um yeah, I like Yeah, hey. Dubois yeah, it would could be just be insane. away from being being right yeah yeah Dubois would be awesome it's just like it's also hard for me because like I value Dubois so much more than Monaghan and personally and Mm. every person is to each their own like on how they determine value for these some of these guys but Mm. but like Winnipeg would probably be okay with (coughs) taking Monaghan in you know like they would they might not need uh somebody like Dubois being even better than you know, like right. a more of a first line guy. Maybe they'd rather take that solid second line option sort right. of thing. But who's? But yeah, yeah, no. It's I definitely I like I like Dubois for Monahan swap. I wonder if there's something there that could actually 
be real. You know? Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if Winnipeg is interested in that. Like, would be obviously a Goudreau to play with. Yeah. How they feel about Dubois, like good or bad? I, it's tough to say. Like, I really don't because, like, obviously he was traded last year. He's been there for basically the full year this year. Yeah, pretty much it, three quarters. It's small, such a small sample size in Winnipeg that like. I feel like they're not going to do just give up on them. Yeah, right away. Right? Like that this seems more like uh if like du- a deadline if, deal. If Dubois was still in Columbus. Mm. And like based off not necessarily for like that team, I'm saying for his time there. Like if he spends mm. the same amount of time in Winnipeg then and doesn't do any better than what he's supposed to be doing, then it makes more mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Yep. Um I feel like they just wouldn't give up right away, but I liked for the the idea of the trade. The, yeah, if there was something there, there so. so that was very fun. Um, Chase, you want to get your team going? Yeah, sure. Sounds like a good time. Uh, so last week, I believe I was saying that uh, like there is an option here for Calgary to like. I like Chris Tierney as a little plug in here to push Blackland down to the third line, but I kind of did that with uh, uh, Minnesota already. So obviously I'm not going to do that here, but I do like that option because I'd be, they have an extra second round pick and stuff like that. They could probably squeeze old Tierney in there and I'd boost the top six a little bit better if they wanted to go something simple and not really do too, too, too much. Um, Well, I went a little crazy in a sense just because I am trading Johnny Hockey away. Um, So I have him going home to New Jersey, the old Devils. Um, So Johnny Hockey for Pavel Zachka, Nolan Foote, and the second round pick. So Calgary basically gets a young two first round picks, um, older first round picks, but Satch has been kind of bouncing back and forth. He kind of found himself a little bit better at uh wing there last year with T-shirt and stuff like that. So maybe more of a left winger, but he could play center for you. Yeah. Um, especially only being like I think he's only like twenty six ish or four or five. I think he's twenty four. Like 24, 25. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 24. Yeah, 24, so 24. Yeah. He's got a lot to got a lot to grow into, um, RFA and all that sort of stuff. So you got some uh, security there. Same with Nolan Foot. He's got a contract at eight six three 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 for three years. So nice. you got him locked up for quite a while. Um, obviously, this would be like a sign and trade. Like Goudreau would sign a contract, or else I probably wouldn't be. Yeah, they wouldn't up. want to risk it. Wouldn't want to be giving up Nolan Foot and Zacha, because uh, I know Zacha's kind of like, kind of sliding in and grooving himself into that team. But it's kind of like now, or like, do you keep him now or do you right, move on you now? Because like, because like, yeah, that'll be. I think it'll be. This is the year for Zacha. Either they're gonna trade him now, or they'll wait for this year and see if they'll trade him. And if they don't, they'll probably keep him around for yeah. quite a while. You know. Yeah. And it makes sense that they would obviously want to 
contend after just picking up Dougie Hamilton, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's not like this is like super pushing for the Stanley Cup right now, but well, this is just this actually creates a good top six. You've actually surrounded your guys with great players, you know, exactly like having Tatar and Goudreau on the mm. left side. Just it's just beautiful for them, and having Goudreau kind of a hometown guy is always kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like well, then they have that Sharon Govich. And, they got yeah. like Sharon Govich, and who's a is a brat? Yeah, brat. Yes, for brat. Yeah, brat, brat. That's uh, that's great. So you got that as your top six now. Like that's just awesome. So they can they yeah, have sh- Subban's yeah. contract coming off. Like they got lots of money to do to do this right now and yep. to figure something out to make this work and it doesn't make their team like so amazing but it fucking it'll for surely help you know like it uh, improves it how, takes how the step forward this this trade can make you realize how good uh, Heisher and hughes are how are where are they right now yeah because if you give them to tar or goudreau to play with all year how are they going to play yeah that's what you need to know right now can they have it sort of thing and, and they'll help them so so much hey eh? yes um the next move I have, <clears throat> I didn't think this one too, too far. Like, I don't know, not sold on it. I don't know why, but mm, I guess Anaheim could do this. They trade Ricard Raquel to Calgary for Dustin Wolf, the goalie, and mm. a second round pick. Sorry. I was probably going to go two second round picks or something like that. Like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like, what do you guys think about what do you what are you trading for Raquel? You got like after the Goudreau trade, you got three second round picks, your own New Jersey's Florida's and then no third, no fourth. I don't know. It's tough for me because I value Dustin Wolf quite a lot. I'm I'm a big fan of his game. Yeah, hey, He's and that's the thing. Dustin Wolf's it. pretty good. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't really want him to be in here. <laughs> I think that's fair. I feel fair. like it's quite a bit. No, I do think it's fair. Like, a second yeah, like Wolf, maybe yeah, just like a wolf, depth, pro- maybe just a depth pick, like yeah, like, or a, like a, a fourth yeah, or a third or, or like something, mm-hmm. something like fairly yeah. minuscule, yeah, down the road. or just a prospect, like a B minus prospect or something like, yeah. yeah. So if you're in love with Dustin Wolf, this is probably okay with you. The only Mm -hmm. reason I think you could get maybe something else going here is just because Raquel makes like fucking piss all 3.7. So like, yeah, yeah, he may not give it. Yeah. He may not give you everything you hope for all the time, but fucking solid, man. Fucking solid. At least going to get you some points. So those are my two moves there. And those are the only trades I made because I didn't really, I didn't do a second year because I'm not doing anything. I don't have any plans to do anything mm-hmm. next year. It's just basically sign these guys and move on sort of right. stuff. Um, so um, yeah, the approach here, I know I'm trading Goudreau. Like it's, I don't, I don't like it either, but it's more, this isn't working. Yeah, and let's just kind of like retool. Like, let's not throw it all away. Like, you can do what the New York Rangers did. You could do that right now, Calgary. Quick rebuild. You could trade one these one of these guys every year for the next couple years, and you'll end up having so many fucking prospects, and your team will be so fucking awesome. You'll have Kachuk left or something like that, and you'll you'll be like them in fucking four, two, three years or four years, you know. So you, that's you could do that, but I like to just. Let's get Goudreau away, and this would be basically all I'd do for trading like Monahan, Kachuk, or any of these guys for the next couple of years. I'd ride this out for like two, three years, 
Because, like, what was my thought? You can either stop and fill up right now, <laughs> or you can just take a right and go down this hill with no gas and get to the next fucking gas station. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel Calgary's in, because they can right. either stop right now and do a bunch of stuff, fill up, and kind of go for the future, or you can just kind of motor along and like you have a good team here so like you kind of just make one move and just kind of drift down the hill and see how it goes for a couple years yeah and then you really know what you can do and make your real moves after that because by then you've got zary up in a couple years you've got mm, you know who peltier is you know uh that sort of yeah, stuff both those so, guys can be really exceptional players yeah and also with the trade i have you what do you got nolan foot what do you got in pavel zaccio right. you know mm. How you, good is Backlund? You got to buy him out now, or like, what the fuck happens with him? <laughs> Lucic, Lucic is no longer there in two years, you know, yes. sort of thing. Or that cap isn't, I guess. So yeah, I like um, that a lot, actually. Yeah, so I'll just go to my lines here. Got Kachuk, Monahan, and Andrew Man Panties. <laughs> I don't know why I call him that sometimes. Uh, so the second line, I put Lindholm at center. That's kind of, I didn't like having Zacha just thrown in at the second line center to try to create a scoring line. And I'm not sold. Nolan Foote's going to play. Right. Uh, so I put Zacha on the left wing with Lindholm and Raquel. Interesting. And then the third line is Coleman, Backlund, and Doobie. And that's how, that, that's how this team's going to win games, is that third line being just... Yeah fucking awesome um, love it yeah yeah just creating like your your tampa third line sort yeah. of thing hey yeah your own uh, version of it yeah exactly hey uh, and then the fourth line is just lucic pitlick and godwin playing center i got him called up i think he can at least play fourth line minutes like if you got yeah. i don't think you'd have to worry too much about it if you've got monahan lindholm zach and backland that can play center for you Godwin's probably not going to need to play many minutes, so I don't see why you can't play him this year. Yeah. No, I... That's that's pretty good. So that's... Retool. Yeah, hey. Retool slash... Yeah, exactly, hey. Because, like, it's a Canadian team. You're not just going to fucking quit. We just don't do that, you know? I don't know why we don't actually, like, just lose. We can't do that to the fans. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, it's just one of those things, hey. Um... So defense is pretty normal here in a sense. Uh, Hannafin Anderson, I got together because I'm not convinced Hannafin's going to get points, so I'm going to make sure uh, somebody's getting fucking points on that line. Uh, and then Valamaki, I have him stepping up playing with Tanev simply just to balance it out a little bit and put Zadarov on the third line with Sammy Vatnin. Nice. Because if you ever really need to shut somebody down, you just throw Zadarov and Tanev together yeah. or something mm. like that. Hey? Something so, along yeah. those lines. Yeah, so I signed Sammy Vatnin only for one year at 4 mil. Get him in the old organization just in case. Like, basically backup for Hannafin and Henderson not fucking getting points. Right. Like, if you, yeah. like they can't afford them not to get points. No. Um, I'll give you some fucking stats. Fuck, were they shitty last year? <laughs> um, Cal Gary. Where are you? 23rd in the league, 22nd in the league last year in defensive points. And that's with Giordano. Wow. <laughs> so you don't have Giordano. You're not getting 40 points for sure. 50 points no. out of a D-man this year, unless Anderson or Hannafin step it up. So 
Um, go Vatman for that sort of backup and just on a one-year deal. Because you got to hope Valimaki does good enough and can be a solidified player next year so you don't need right. a Vatman and Anderson and Hannafin step up sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the goalies are Markstrom and the Vader. Darth yeah. Vader. Darth nice. Vader. Um, I like that yeah. Um, my other kind of like options for like random signings i like i wouldn't mind them like if they don't want to play godwin or something like that get like artem anisimov um it'd be pretty sweet to convince bozak to come here for like a couple years or sign him long term for like two mil or one mil or something sweet like i don't know how cheap you can get them right now because i feel like everybody's gonna at least give them three mil to come play at least one year i'm just wondering like is he holding out because the money isn't there, or is he holding out because the team he does isn't there that he wants? Oh yeah, waiting on trades, man. Waiting on these guys to make moves. He that he's uh, kind of there's some guys apparently that are like more in tune with like what fucking is actually going on, really, like trade wise and stuff like that. And they're just like waiting because they know this is there's a possible move here, so they're just it, waiting for it, that to happen, and then they'll choose their team because that opens their that. spot. You know, right. they they want this spot. I don't care. What the fuck's going on? I'm playing third line on a team. And that's yeah. what's going on. People will, he could go on a team right now, be the fourth line guy. He'd already have yeah. a contract. Oh, but for he's sure. Like, nah, dog. I, I'm, I'm playing third line on one of these th- three teams or two teams or something like that. Like, say, for example, because I brought, brought, put him on Minnesota. If they don't get Eichel, maybe he goes to Minnesota to play third line center. You right. Know? And that's one of his options or something like that. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'll just go over my forwards again. Got Chucky, Monahan, and Mangiapani, Lindholm, Zacha, and Raquel as the second line. And Blake, Coleman, Backlund, and Doobie. Like, that's dope. fuck, is that top nine nice? Yeah, that's but, nice. Um, looking into next year, just to give you a projection on next year, um, I signed Kachuk for, you know, probably six to eight years for eight mil. I don't go over eight mil. I don't know. I wouldn't like it to be over eight mil, I guess is what I should say. Right. Um, past that, Raquel's up, Mangiapane's up, Zatcha's up, and Tyler Pitlick up, and then Sammy Vatnin. So basically, you're just not going to sign Vatnin, get that extra mill in cap space from, uh, <clears throat> sorry, the uh, cap going up. Wow. Um, <laughs> and you got one and a half million coming off of Brower. So that's like, yeah. Uh, six, almost seven mil you got to give people in raises for Raquel, Mangiapani, Zachin. So that's, and, and I guess Kachuk. So should have lots of money to do that. And like I said, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't touch anything. I'd make these moves and hang out for a couple of years and see kind of how it goes. And, right. Yeah. And oh, then, like, you know, we got to yeah, be a Canadian team, you know, see what you <laughs> can do. Sure. I, I like that. That's good. I like that good a lot moves. too. Um, I like the retool of aspect because we haven't really done that yet. We've been just kind of trying to make teams better or at least mm-hmm. on the road to be better, like maybe yeah. a season or two away. Um, yeah. And like trading Goudreau is kind of like, I don't know, like, I like that I you hate, did that. I hate, I'm so happy I hate you did it, that. <laughs> but like with Sutter in there and the philosophy they have and the players mm-hmm. they already have, there yeah. you have to play defensively. You don't even need Goudreau. No. What you're what you're gonna do to Goudreau is what though right now he's not gonna get a hundred points even though he could, but he won't get a hundred points on the Islanders because they just don't play like that. No, 
exactly yeah. but they've chosen to do that calgary is in the middle where they're like yeah we want to get massive points and we want to be superstars but also we just are straight games. up defensive yeah. their game has always been straight up yeah. very defensive so it's how yeah. they are winning so so i made the trades to kind of complement that and obviously anytime i do this shit it's fucking i make three fucking lines none of this fucking no. great top six and some guys on the third and fourth you line. Need, like I make sure there's fucking third line. Yeah, I make sure there's three fucking guys on that third that's, line. That's exactly whether why... the second line doesn't look as great or something. Yeah, you know? like I don't care if my third line looks better than my second line sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I went out and splashed the money on Cop in my second yeah. season. Because yeah, hey, like that's like, interesting, dog. Like, like I like those. The Johnny, uh, I just think it complements every line. Kind of complements each other if it were to work. Like Johnny Goudreau, Jack Eichel, like right there, that partnership I'd want to see. Um, maybe no can, shit. Like imagine what Goudreau can do if he has Eichel beside him. Like he see, might be able what, to. That's why. That's what I had trouble with. Hey, is exactly like that's that's he needs that superstar. You either keep Goudreau and like get like a fucking Eichel or like somebody fucking. You got to change that center position. You almost have to trade Monahan or get another or Backlund and get another actual centerman that can work a little bit better to whether it's to play with uh, Goudreau or not or Kachuk. You know, you just need that something else needs to change with Goudreau being there, and that's the that's the yeah. That's yeah. why it's tough to make that. So it's, it's either like, so... yeah, who do you who do you get to get with them? Like, like I said, maybe a Tierney. Simply, you just yeah trade he's, for Tierney, and he's he lights your it up plug for, fucking, for everything. He is, man. Like he would work very nice, cheaper. Fucking, he's yeah. got some offensive prowess that gets fucking uh, separates the top six, pushes back one down to the third third line, and you can create a defensive line. Like, yeah. Oh man, and Goudreau and uh, Lindholm and him would probably be fucking unreal man like they would yeah. be able to get mad points so yeah i don't know the more i talk about it the more uh you gotta pay a first round pick for tierney <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> it's like, the, like these pieces <laughs> it's like the drieger this offseason everyone in their and their dog was like oh well just get drieger as your backup oh just yeah, get drieger yeah. as your yeah. tandem oh just get drieger as your starter and then seattle said okay <laughs> we will and yeah, it's Tierney's gonna be that where he's gonna be worth like four first. Yeah. Guy I just really <laughs> don't want him to be stuck on fucking Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I want him to go somewhere else. And I know. Do good. They're they're like, just fuck. not in the time frame where he is, sadly. Because mm-hmm. he'd be so good on that team in two years. <laughs> like right right now, Tierney would be so good in two years, three years for Ottawa. On that third line? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. So, uh, anyways, guys, that is our Calgary um, GM modes. They're very interesting ways for all of us, um, but they aren't real for a reason. We're not GMs for a reason. But <laughs> I think they're all pretty good, honestly. Like, I like that we all went different routes. I love that, Chase, you went like a rebuild, retool, trading away Goudreau. Um. I went all out for Eichel. I just wanted Eichel. <laughs> and then Jordan, I love the Dubois going younger, trying to retool with a new core kind of mm-hmm. build. Yeah, if, awesome. they can, if they can make they can that pull swing. that off, if they can make a Monahan Dubois swap, that might be 
one of the better things I could do for the organization right now. Although I just, I don't like trading Monaghan away because it's just like, you're going to trade him and be like, yeah, that was nice, but now we need that guy to be our second line player. See, and that's, I put, (laughs) I put Lindholm, that's where I just put Lindholm, right? I think Mm -hmm. Lindholm's better, or is better than Monaghan now. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's weird that he got off a center. Like, he was always a centerman with Carolina. I thought he would be a centerman, but he's just, He's just a smart player, so he can he play is. center. I wonder yeah. I wonder if he's I think he's a better winger. I think he can maximize Probably. himself on wing. But like it's not like he's not a he's not a terrible centerman, you know. I think that's no. a good thing. Smart sure. enough to play center, has played center his whole life other than the last like uh since he came here basically. Yeah. And I I wanted I mean like you could make a move, but I have so many wingers, that means either cop I don't sign Cop and I get a second line center and then move Coleman mm-hmm. down, which also could work, but I'm going to pay more than the four and a half million. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense to play Lindholm there for, for myself. Yeah. Give um, me your forward lineup for the second year again, quick. Mine? Uh, hear, yeah. Uh, hear that again. I got Goudreau, Eichel, Coleman on the first line. Uh, Kachuk, Lindholm, Magiapani, Cop, Backlund, Dubé, Lazar, Wagner, Zari. That's fucking gross, eh? Yeah. I mean, my fourth line, like, isn't... See, I like Chris Wagner, and, like, I think he's fine. Connor Zari should be in the team by then, by year two, by next year. Not this coming year, at least. Um, Backland as your third-line center. How long have we been talking about Calgary and be like, if Backland's your third-line center, you're an elite team. So that's all I focused on. I focused on upgrading my center depth to drop Backlund down a bit, Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Which is crazy because he's making more than three of my other three of or half of my top six. (laughs) So, um, but I just wanted like strict defense on that third one, third line. I Mm -hmm. wanted a shut down line with Cop, Backlund, and Dubé. Um, And if Dubé can't do it, then. I switch Dubé and Coleman maybe or something yeah. around or like whatever it is. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's fucking pretty powerful. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, f- I mainly focus on their offense cause they say they want to go score goals. So I made it so they can score goals. Yep. yep. Um, but no, uh, sh- that that's like I mentioned, that's our uh, Calgary ones. Do we want to get into our breakout player and mock trades quick? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. What do you guys want to do first? You guys can start her off. I like the breakout player. Okay, Jordan, you can start her right off. Who is your sure, breakout then. I'm, player? I'm going to continue with the Calgary theme. Interesting. Mangiapane. Yeah, I mean. I loved what he did for um, Team Canada. Yeah, he's I loved good. him last season, and I think this season he is going to continue to get better yes a very underrated season last year that people mm-hmm. don't talk about he was very mm-hmm. good for them so i, I and then like, obviously he was exceptional and one of the stars for team canada yeah of course and yeah he's he's a good player i've been wait the past couple of years i've seen it i've just been waiting to actually call it yeah waiting for it to happen you know yeah um yeah. No, I like that. Uh, Chase, who who do you got as your breakout player? Uh, no, I got uh, 
going to the Ottawa Senators and their goaltending situation. I got Philip Gustafson as a breakout player, as in actually going to play all year, probably. I would actually no guaranteed he'll play all year. I think he'll get that backup role. Yeah, I think so too. And I with Decor, I think still he or Decor got picked anyways. Actually, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Seattle, so that really opens it up quite simply for him to hit that up. Um, yeah, I don't know how many games he'll get, but I think he'll push to easy 30, 40. Oh, it obviously depends on how good Murray's playing, but I think he'll help out a lot. I think he'll find himself kind of solidifying himself in the league here. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go really simple here. Um, but that's because I think it's one of the most important for this team. I'm going to go Nick Robertson in Toronto. I know it's super basic and obvious, he kind of needs to be something special for the Leafs to actually progress somewhere this year, right? Like, their top six isn't good enough with just Richie and Kasha in there, or Kerfoot, like, whatever they do. I feel like uh, Nick Robertson has to be that top six winger this year and score 40 points or 50 points, like... I, I do think he needs Toronto needs that, so that's why I pick Robertson. Plus, I, I was expecting it to happen a little bit last year, and he got injured, so wasn't happening. Um, but I do have an interesting mock trade. Uh, it's still like I'm still like umming and awing about it because there's some of it I don't love. <laughs> But I have uh, Nashville trading Philip Forsberg to the LA Kings for Ole Matta, Andre Kemp, and um, Austin Wagner in there with like a third round pick. So I are maybe maybe not sorry not Austin Wagner probably just a third or a second. Um, that's a lot to give up i realized in players but kempe matta matta's in it for cap um no other reason and nashville would be retaining a little bit of money to make it work since he's on his one year left i figure kempe is a really good prospect and i feel like la want to get prospects instead of picks because they have an abundance and i wasn't comfortable giving up for lardy so yeah I it, there's something there, but I just can't put the nail on the final of it. Um, what do you what are you guys' yeah, thoughts hey. on it? Right, like it's my my biggest thought process is Forsberg going to L.A. because L.A. wants to be good and they need a winger to score as well. I like it. Um, there's just yeah, it's like I think Kempe's pretty good he's easy yeah no Kempe's all right yeah i like him he's a middle six guy more of a third line guy for sure i think now he looks like Uh, he could be in the top six but i think yeah i'm just not quite sold on him to actually be sticking the top six sort of guy i think he's gonna be more of a third but yeah that that was my worry like i wanted to give up a prospect from la here and i'm just looking i'm like I don't, I don't want to give up Velarde, but he makes the most sense to make this deal work. 
So that was a you gave him a first two A, right? Yeah, yeah. I gave Ma- I gave Mata Kempe uh first for yeah for Forrest. Yeah, you probably have to spend a little bit more because fucking yeah, Nashville loves that guy. Hey, see, and that's so why I was probably worried like, about. Yep, asking price is super high, sort of thing. Well, I get it. He's the only one who could score for them. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, and he's just a beauty. Been a beauty forever on that team. Yeah, and that's where I'm like struggling. Like, does does like Michael Anderson is he worth anything to them on that defense? Like, do I, do I have to add Bjornfoot a second, or like or a second? I mean, uh, Grundstrom mm-hmm. and someone else like Lazat or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah, just exactly. Hey. I just well, like, that's the thing. Like, you can that's the like you should be able to easily give them up a random yes. prospect. Like, I wonder you could probably hook them up with like that Samuel. Uh, Fagamo or whatever, yeah, yeah. however you say his last name, he's pretty. He's pretty solid. That would he's worth a good second, third round pick. So yeah, and you could do that with Kempe and maybe a first and maybe all yeah. Over there's that. a couple of guys like there's there's Aiden and yeah maybe you Aiden can get, Dudas you can get and to Thomas. Mata, Mata with that. Yeah, like you um, might be able to take Mata with that too. Yeah. Well, I just haven't taken Mata. He's got one year left at three point three, but I needed the cap space for. Well, I didn't need 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 the cap space but it just makes things easier for this year for them and matt is not a bad player like he's definitely a someone who can go uh play on the decor of nashville so somehow <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's where my thought was i just like forsberg to la that to me that just sounds like a great idea for la if they're trying to be good this year but if they're not trying to be good, then it makes sense. So, uh, what are your guys' trades looking like? Well, traded. Did you want to go? Or do you want me to? No, no, go ahead, man. Sorry. All right, no worries. Um, I continued with the Winnipeg theme for my trade of trading Sammy Niku. Okay. I'm trading Sammy Niku and a 2022 first for Josh Manson. Hmm. Interesting. Say that again. Sorry. Kind Sammy of... Niku and a 2022 first for Manson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet. I just want. Wanted... Fucking... Let me let me just check something quick before I. Yeah, no, that. that's uh getting Manson on that team. Hey, they need a they need a little bit of a bigger body. The guys are yes, they they're all around six feet. It'd be nice to get that big guy in there. You could also throw in like uh. Nathan Bolio, if you need for uh, cap reasons and stuff. Um, there it is. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see how many games he played last year. Um, that's why I'm stalling so much. I clicked on the wrong name. Uh, last year he played 23 games. So. Um, that's why I was just looking to see like how healthy he's been in his career mm-hmm. based on if the first is even necessary. Um, wondering if maybe a third or like a third and a second instead. Like just a, like a hash back if he's unhealthy. But I feel like Anaheim's getting a first for him at the deadline. Yeah, so I like the, I like where you're going with it. At deadline, that's a fair trade. Yeah. Deadline deal like deadline values for sure. Yeah. Start of the season, I think he could get him for a little bit cheaper. Nothing like mm-hmm. ground, nothing cheap, yeah, cheaper, yeah. 
but a second and a third to me or a second and a fourth is probably worth it for yep second fourth and niku they get through anaheim replaces him with another right-handed defense that's another thing i guess manson is right-handed and he's mm-hmm. a top 4d already mm-hmm. but he's 29 is up next year so i like it i do like it holy shit he was a sixth round pick that's awesome holy um i like him i just worry about his health sometimes yeah exactly so, that's it he's going to miss 20 games guaranteed probably yeah is my biggest concern with manson he seems so yeah, and I know Anaheim are shopping him, so. Yeah, well, not really a playoff <laughs> team right now. and Yeah, you know, I like Manson on that team. That'd be gross. Holy shit. Yeah, that decor is just getting better and better the more yeah. like, we talk about trying to upgrade it. Because they did mm-hmm. a lot of moves this year, so. Oh, well, yeah, they're right-handed. If they got him, would be Pionk, him, and then fucking Brendan Dillon. Yeah, That's yeah, I know, like... Uh, yeah, or Nate Schmidt or whatever. Yeah, they got they got pretty stacked up. They might have to even ship a ship a guy ship out, out to get D, everybody. Just, yeah, uh, Stanley will be on that bottom pair for sure, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and they've also got Dylan Demello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Demello. Yeah, it, it would be nice to make the upgrade for for like a Manson over over Stanley, basically, one. or something. Because that's yeah, who's plays, De- or DeMello. Yeah, even DeMello. Even though DeMello's pretty... They're, they're, they're poster boy on defense. Yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> Where is Winnipeg? I just want to see their... Uh... Yeah, they got more to see. Didn't they just Mitch, sign DeMello? Blank, Dylan, DeMello. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, three years, three mil. Bolio, Stanley. Yeah, this decor is pretty... I think this decor done <laughs> with... Stanley. Yeah, to add a Manson, that would be. Unreal. I feel like you'd have Manson to. Tr- yeah, you'd have to trade away one of Morrissey, them. Smith, and like Dylan. Those would be your, that'd be your top six. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if stacked. You go with a second. Never a bad idea. No, I wonder if you go a second and Stanley instead of Niku. Yeah. Um, just for the reason, no reason otherwise, Stanley needs to play in the NHL. And if you're getting Manson, probably yeah, okay. probably Somebody's don't need someone needs to be pushed out. Yeah, no well, doubt. The, yeah, no doubt that would probably work a little yeah, bit that would do, just for Winnipeg's favor. On mm-hmm. exactly because then they're shipping out a player while upgrading that position for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stanley might be will be better than Manson in the long run, but right now I think he's. Madison's an upgrade, obviously. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's mm-hmm. like I keep mentioning, he's right-handed, and having your right hand, your right side, literally be Pionk, Manson, Demello, your left side being Morrissey, Schmidt, Dylan, that yeah. wouldn't be bad, hey? So, no, not at all. Shit. So that Probably was just that. That's big. other just small tweak. I think, yeah, you're on the right path. Yeah. Manson to Winnipeg seems to. Yeah, that would be beautiful. Make us make um... sense. But uh, so, yeah, Chase, who do, what do you got going on for yours? Uh, just a quick little trade. First trade with Seattle here. Uh, got uh, Seattle acquiring Leo Komarov and a first round pick for Carson Southie. Love it. Islanders shoring up the defense. Nobody too Taking expensive. Cap. Actually, a cheaper deal than. Yep, losing Komarov. cap. Um, I don't know, Seattle, man. You're going to give Lou a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, like trading was, away Komarov. 
Yeah, exactly. I was looking at like Matt Martin or Panic. It could be really any one of those uh, guys. Like, he'll have a heart attack you. if he loses any of them. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah, but I feel no, like I he'd think... give up Panic if anyone because he's got yeah, less of a loyalty. Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. for losing. Yeah, he's just. He's just only at 1.35. I was trying yeah. to save him at least a little bit of as no. much money as possible. But no, yeah, I, like maybe like a trade it. Scott Mayfield even. You could do that and have Dobson and Celci on the second oh, that pair. That would be good. That would so be it good. could be like, uh, but I, I didn't want to put a D-man back to Seattle because they don't. No, the reason they don't they're, need they're, They got that one extra guy. They can they can afford to just get a pick. And I'm, I'm just. Somebody. Yeah. Um. How long is Komarov's contract? Just one year. Brad is it just one year? Yeah. Is it first too much? Because Seattle is... It's a, uh, it's a under $3 million defense when they can play top four minutes, I think. That's true. I think you can get a first-round pick out of them. And it's an Islanders first-round pick, which is... Going to be a high 20 pick. to 30. Yeah, that's, pick, so. I guess. Um, I'm... So. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I, I love yeah. Susie to the Islanders. Susie to the Islanders makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Shores up that decor. He plays exact that system. He plays that system. He really yeah, does. Like, slide in like a glove. Give him yeah. a little bit. Give him that extra beef. Because, like, yeah, Pellich and Pulak are big. But once you get over to that, you don't really have anybody. They're not not a intimidating guy no. dobson's not an intimidating guy you may be a big guy but i don't think he'll ever play oh he's never gonna play his size dobson's yeah. way more offensive minded yeah. too yeah, yeah absolutely not that he's, he's not he, good defensively he's good he's just he's gonna be more of a stick jumper. yeah his offensive upside is so so nice he's yeah just he just a great skater. he just actually has offensive upside yes yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. so i love it sorry um, I like the I love the C- Susie, but you're gonna give Lou a heart attack right now. Like, off. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. It's just, like it's as crazy as it sounds. There's so many players on the Islanders that you're like, just trade these idiots away. But they they just work for him. Like he's the yeah, only exactly. GM in the league that they work for, <laughs> and I don't get it. Like nobody else can make can shoehorn that those players into their team and be effective with them. Like there's mm-hmm. very like maybe some teams would have limited success with them, like that play more defensively, like Nashville or um Dallas or something, but I don't think they'll be as they'll never be as good as they are under Lou. Um because he brings them everywhere he goes. So um <laughs> but yeah the Susie Susie, like you said, it fits like a glove there in the island. So I love it. Um, well, let's let's get into our top decors in the league, the top five decors in the NHL. Um, I've been working on this yeah, a little bit all week. Sorry to interrupt. I'll just have to go last. I got I got to deal with something quick. We'll be okay. back in like a little bit. Okay, sounds good. Um. Yeah, so so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through our decors. Um, I can start it off with mine. Yeah, go for I, it. I I struggled with this. I will be fully honest. Yeah. This so, like in your head, you're like, oh, that's easy. Well, this team, this team. <laughs> Once you start dissecting it and actually like diving deep, you're like, ooh, <laughs> I don't like that as much. So, 
I've had some moving around a lot with it, but I'm pretty confident that I'm going to roll with this. So I'm going to start at number one, and I got Vegas. To me, they're the best decor in the league. I know They don't have the flashiest names apart from Petrangelo and I guess Theodore, but they work so good in their system. I get it. They had number one, two number one goalies last year. But they score better than any other decor. Their offense plays so much into the hands of how their defense plays. Um, as in, they score a lot from the back end, basically. They, they create a lot. So to me, that's the most important. They keep the puck. They're the lowest goals against. They keep the puck out of their net while creating so, so many chances for their for their forwards. So to me, they're first. Um, but I understand why you wouldn't. Uh, second, I've got Tampa. Just all, only reason, only thing I wrote down for them: look at their left-handed defenseman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all number one defensemen. Yeah, exactly. I had to put them there. And then third, I have Colorado. I really wanted them higher, and I can't believe I didn't. But I just, I don't know why. I just give me a year or two more. Of Gerard Bacar, mm-hmm. of those guys, Bo and Byram. Like in a cup in two years, this will be the best decor in the league, yeah. without a doubt. I think, um, unless yeah. they lose a lot, obviously. I don't have to say much. Kel McCarr is going to be a generational defensive talent. Um, Sam Gerard is unbelievable. Like he is so underrated. He was he was getting Norris votes this year, uh, early yeah. in the season. Like I mentioned, Bone Byram's sick. Devin Taves is the most consistent defenseman I swear I've seen in my life. He's just always solid. Um, and then a four, a third pair of Ryan Murray and Eric Johnson. Forget about it. Like, <laughs> literally <laughs> forget too. about it. That's amazing. Um, so Colorado, three. Four, I have Dallas. Um, to me, this one I was very on the fence about at first, but then I – talked to some people and they reassured me yes Dallas's defense is very very good they're top four just to start Klingberg Heiskanen Lindell and Ryan Suter that's fantastic right now it's mm-hmm. gonna diminish in a couple in like two years for some of them but right now that's fantastic and then a bottom pair they pick up Yanni Hockenpah who I really like um I, I just I like how solid their decor is. I know they're a defensive minded team, but it just works for me. Um, yeah, uh, especially and they got Joel Hanley, who's just consistent back there. He's nothing terrible, nothing great. Um, and I guess they have Sakara too, who's there. Um, and then fifth, I went with a really controversial pick, and I know a lot of fans are going to scream at me for this. I picked Toronto. <laughs> I know. I I laugh too. No, I know. Their numbers are okay. Analytically. I'm basing it off of last year. Last year, if you went up to every Leaf fan that actually watched the games, like all seven, um, and and you ask them, why did the Leafs lose? None of them will say their defense wasn't good enough. Yeah, their defense was very good last year, and I know it's a running joke that we're all like, "Oh, Toronto, they can't defend." Ha ha ha. It, it's it wasn't the case last year, 
Moran Riley and TJ Brody, like Moran Riley yeah. is a good defenseman. He finally had a competent D partner. That is exactly. massive, especially a right-handed it's, D partner. Well, he's left-handed, but he plays the right side, so it's yeah, left, same yeah. same difference. Um, a natural right-sided. Yes, player. exactly. Um, Jake Muzzin is one of the scariest men alive. <laughs> like I swear on the ice, he's terrifying. Yeah, and yeah. Justin Hall plays so good with him. And I know Hall isn't an amazing on his own, but with Muzzin, he plays awesome, so it's a really good pair. Next year, they're going to have Sandine, Lilligren, Dermott as their three mm. for their bottom pair, and maybe someone else as a depth option. I, you can't be upset about that. That's a good decor. And I know there's other teams I probably could have interfolded in better that were maybe are better than the Leafs, but I'm picking them because it was such a close call between three other teams. And I wanted to see the hockey world light <laughs> on fire, so I picked the Leafs. That's fair. You so, know what? That's fair. Yeah. So those are my five. I don't. I still might change the order by tomorrow, <laughs> but right now I think that's what I'll go with. So, uh, Jordan, what do you got for your top five decors in the league? Fairly similar. My top three are the same. Yeah, in the same I've order. Got Vegas, yeah, I've got Vegas number one, Tampa number two, Colorado number three. Yeah, cool. Um. I have Dallas at number five instead of number four. Okay, I'm so excited. And at number four, I have the Islanders. Okay. Um, I wanted to put them so bad, but Chase talked me out of them. <laughs> so I'll let, you, I'll let you go on. You can explain why you picked the Islanders, and I'll tell you why Chase talked me out of it. I mean, I just... Obviously, they are a defensive team. Yes. So, naturally, their defensive numbers are going to look good. Um, but particularly the big thing for me is that they have a really low, not really low, but a, a typically quite low goals against per game ratio in both the regular season and the playoffs. Right. Yes. Which um, is big for me. And in the regular season, typically their shots against is usually very good. Yeah, they have the best shots against. They have the lowest, I believe they have the lowest shots against um, by most teams, or at least high danger shots. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to pick them too, based on I also exactly like their penalty killing numbers. Yes. Oh, yes. They're good penalty killing. Um, Chase talked me out of them because. He said they are a system team, mm-hmm. which is true, hundred percent true. Yeah, absolutely. I just I, and I partly agree with them. You take away Barry Trotz and put in another coach, they're gonna look a lot different. As with every team, for the most part, <laughs> I know, but I don't think really any other coach in the league, if not. Not many can make that team as good defensively as it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's more on the coach than the players is what, which makes sense. But the players play for the coach. So. Exactly. And that's where I was leaning towards. But I I, I listened to Chase and I decided <laughs> no, to go I, with a different yeah. team. Um, the, the four and the five there are really interchangeable. 
my 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 argument with it was and we came to the conclusion scott mayfield himself not amazing sebastian <laughs> aho um the defenseman not carolinas not amazing <laughs> pelich though and pulak are amazing yeah dobson isn't amazing yet but he's getting there. He is mm. getting there. So yeah, he's showing a lot of flashes. I like him future-wise. We, and they lost Letty. That was a big thing. Like They did take a step back defensively, technically. Yeah. Because they have Andy Green, Aho, and Mason. You're saying Andy Green is a step back? <laughs> well, compared to Nick Letty. <laughs> I mean, I like captains as much as the next guy, but... <laughs> The most Andy random captain in the show. Are you serious? <laughs> um, no, it's, no, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. There's a whole bunch of other teams. Like last year, without a doubt, probably my number one might have been Carolina. Yeah, for sure. I And that changes this year, which is crazy because they only lost, I think, like two players. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just simply losing Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton and... I think for me, I look at Carolina and their personnel has changed too much. I think that's why I'm upset with Carolina's offseason. I didn't, oh, excuse me, put them in my my top five. I don't love the D'Angelo signing because I think it's far too risky for a team. Yeah, I don't that, either. For, for a team that's not necessary to take that risk. Carolina's yeah. a good team. I don't know why they couldn't. Like, And I know why Chase was saying about, Eight million, nine million. Sorry for Hamilton is a lot and too much, probably. But filling in that hole with D'Angelo, I don't think is an improvement. Look, I know it's not. It's obviously not an improvement. It's Dougie Hamilton. But I even and at the personnel. end of the day, Dougie Hamilton was the best defenseman last season. Yeah, undeniably. Yeah, prob for for Carolina, absolutely for yeah. the league, probably was top five without a yeah. doubt. Without a doubt. Um. So we knew he was going to get paid. Plus, we he, knew he was everybody paid. knew he wanted money. And I get, yeah, and exactly. He he was chasing the money, not the not the winning. It's just tough to give up that good of a defenseman for. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. I for, think they for nothing. More. And uh, I wanted to see more, and that's why I didn't put him in. Yeah. Um, if he won them a cup, it's a different story. But... Or or even like to the cup, went to the cup. Like yeah, yeah. that that's a big difference to me. Like as well it's tough it's very very tough uh with that there's other teams i was thinking philly but they were the worst defensive team in the league last year yeah they're, they're pretty new this season promise they show promise for this upcoming season i'm gonna hold oh, yeah. i would hold your breath until then but <laughs> there's still that off chance right um, yeah they've got really good defensive pieces yes. like sanheim proverob i mean ellis now Exactly. So I, I like it. Um, like there's so many other teams. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, Chase threw out Pittsburgh earlier. Um, I personally disagree, uh, being a Penguins fan, but I understood where he's coming from. Chris Tanev gives Calgary a show. <laughs> you're not wrong though. Like analytically, Chris Tanev was miles the best. I want to see yeah. His war stats. Um, not that. Matt, like, not that. Too yeah. Not that. Um, like the war 
stat is is how you should be judging it um if if i can find it i don't know how to find analytics very quickly i'm not very good at that uh where is it i know he had a crazy one though um and war stands for uh wins above replacement so and he was like just miles ahead so he was i can't find it but uh i'll find it for next week's episode yeah no i do know that the advanced stats loved chris tana this loved season him. Loved absolutely so loved much. him so um yeah and, and there's other teams in there but i'm very yo, curious yo. uh perfect there he is chase so we just talked about ours um yeah i was just, hearing you guys talk about uh how i got pittsburgh in there how, um, how you the, had them as there yeah you how, how, not like in the top five but i have them i created like a runner-up slash like watch yeah. out for uh teams because these are teams that can easily get into the top five in or sorry not top five but they i guess they could in all reality depending on how things go yeah but in the top 10 of uh defenses um and those teams are like toronto which is obviously because of riley if morgan riley lights it up yeah um they're going to be yeah a top 10 defense for sure especially based off of how they did last year being so yeah they were in the top i think they were eighth last year in goals against average which is which is good amazing for toronto yeah like, yeah and, because uh, they're a team that doesn't have like an exceptional goaltender right like yeah. tampa bay and um vegas have exceptional goaltenders colorado well. did last year um yeah exactly yes mm-hmm. like these these t- typical teams have like they're that. great defensively but they also have a goaltender to help make that yeah certain yeah yeah, and the other positive for Toronto is they were eleventh in the league with uh in point production out of their defense. Yeah, and that was with Morgan Riley not being so amazing. Out. Yeah, he was you just know? average. Like yeah, during the regular points wise, points yeah, wise, yeah. Points wise he was just average. <laughs> yeah. So um my other watch out team is obviously Philly, like you guys were talking, like they have six awesome defensemen here. Like this is mm-hmm. three lines coming at you every fucking time. Um, Yandel is no useless guy. You know, he's going to be on your bottom pair. Like, this is watch out for this team if they can really get things going. Like you said, man, this is the worst team last year. They gave up the most goals Mm -hmm. last year to be able to flip it, to be able to flip this over in one year, which is usually what Philly does, you know, lose a year and win a year. So it's not going to be crazy to think if I had the balls, I would put them in my top five because in, in the end, if things go well, this team will be a top 10 defense. Yes. You know, so that's on pretty paper, crazy. On paper, they are right now. On paper, yeah, they, they look they real, probably are. real good. Like, yeah, no, I got them as like a B plus grade. They're, they got, uh, where were they last year in points? They were pretty rough. Yeah, they were one of the few teams in the bottom half of the league that made the, the oh no, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they were 124th in the league in production for, the defense um it's actually kind of crazy there are only four teams in the bottom half of the league that for defensive production yeah uh that made the playoffs washington can can you guess which four teams that had the least amount of points like were in the bottom half of the fucking league that made the playoffs who would those four teams be like points from defensemen yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. just points you got your production from your defense. Uh the Islanders. And, yes. Um I'm just going through teams here, so let's start from the top. So it, I don't think it's Tampa. Winnipeg? Yes. Okay. 
Dallas didn't make it. Edmonton did pretty good, I'm pretty sure, last year. Montreal. Yep. Yes. So I got three. Oh, so buddy, far. one more. One more. Um, uh, I want to say them, but I don't believe it's true. <laughs> they didn't have a very good defense last year, but they played good Boston, defensively. Boston. Yep, yep. Yes. Oh, buddy, you're fucking good at this, hey? Oh, yeah. I know Holy what shit. teams can't score from the back end. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, uh, Boston, the Islanders, and the Canadians were all tied. They got 100 points out of their defense last year. Holy, that's it? <laughs> exactly 100. Holy. 100 points out of the defense last year, all three of them, which in an 82-game season is about 146, which I'm finding is about average. So it seems like the average is around 150 for a team's production in the NHL for defensive points. Um, and I have them at 19th because I technically took Seattle's team and did all the math on who they have now and right. what they would have got last year. And they got, uh, they got 18. So they were just one spot ahead. So oh, wow. technically, <laughs> you can see Seattle being a, a fucking playoff team because they're in the same fucking spot as all these guys that made the playoffs last year. Holy crap! So that's well, pretty trippy. They're, they're right in the mid pack of that fucking uh, uh, point production. But the most mind blowing thing is Winnipeg was second last in the league in defensive production. And in 82 games, they would have got 122 points. So they got like fucking like 90, 70, oh, 80 points or something from their holy defense. Like, crap. dude, Anaheim, if they they got they were last with 108, that like oh. in 82 games, that would have been in 82 games. Oh, that's so they really only got like 70, 60 points out of their defense last year. Holy crap. Like, yeah, Vegas got 209. They got 100 yeah. more points than fucking... <laughs> like, in an 82 game. So, really, it's still double double the amount of points. And that's why I justify Vegas being in my first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, um, just to kick off the other couple uh, runner-ups is Edmonton, because I think if I think it might gel well. This is all if everything gels well and, yeah. it, and that all works. And maybe even Samarukov comes in and plays good. I feel like that's the key to them being a top 10 defense. Yes. Um, the goalie is obviously maybe the reason this doesn't work out and why it doesn't look as good, but I, they get fucking points. They can, they can, they can do it in a sense. Yeah. It's they, just, I'm they a little worried defensively. Some of the pieces, I, I'm worried about them getting blown past is Edmonton's yeah. defense. They have a yeah. lot of guys that you look at like, Oh, you used to be fast, but, Oh, not anymore. Yeah, exactly. Or you've never been fast, and you might struggle yeah. on counters. Um, yeah. Them and uh, Pittsburgh were yes. tied for fourth in the league for uh, defensive production. That's so crazy. that's why I have them there because not only are these teams not terribly defensively, or could be like Edmonton. Like I said, I'm a little worried on that, but I have Pittsburgh down because of a bounce back year. I didn't like how a lot of these guys played last no. year. I feel I didn't Marino like can definitely do yes. more. Marino Patterson needs to do can better. definitely do more. Patterson can do um, a lot more. Letang had a uh, decent year. Dumoulin's yeah, Letang is good. Yeah, Letang is good. Dumoulin's always good, but he doesn't score. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, so, I mean, like, CC was I, real I good think last they can year. Be pretty good. And yeah, exactly. Mans, like, Matheson is, like, something. He is Eric Carlson, just, like, at thrift shop. <laughs> 
pick him up. And yeah, he's shot. he's a very dynamic guy. They're really yeah. trying to make him more he defensive because he came into the league and he looked like he could be just fire, but that's is, just because he was just flying around. He is one of the best the skaters position, so. I have ever seen in my life. One of the yeah. best skaters. When Especially he stopped like six, skating, three, four. yeah. When he stopped skating, though. Oh fuck! <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm worried. I hold my breath. I'm like Matheson, get yeah. off. If you're not yeah, gonna skate, exactly. get off. And that's yeah. that's him in a nutshell. So yeah. Um, so I I really I do like that defense. Like the production's there with both Edmonton and Pittsburgh. Yeah. And as long as like you guys play decent defensively, like like I said, the balance on Edmonton might be good enough. You know, like as long as Bouchard and Keith work well together and yeah. Cece can hold that other line. I think I don't think you have too many worries, like because you're as gonna play as... that fucking first line way too much. Like yes. that'll be how it is. The nurse will be out there 26 minutes a game or something stupid. That's just how it's gonna be. Edmonton's um, worry is trying to do too much from yeah. their defense. They just hope they just gotta hope their defense plays their role. Um, exactly, exactly. If, if they play their role, I think they'll be okay. Um, yeah, if uh, they don't and they start trying to be this something they're not, yeah, I would be worried. I'd be very yeah. worried. Yeah, exactly. the only guy you want to see that from maybe is Bouchard, right? Yeah, you're. It's okay for him to make mistakes. You just want him to have a decent season, a good <laughs> yeah, year. If, if yeah. he's got the right intentions in what he's doing, then it's okay to make mistakes as a young guy, especially mm-hmm. coming into a league like this. And mm-hmm. as highly touted as he is in the Edmonton media, like mm-hmm. he is supposed to be their big like savior on that right side. Um, I don't necessarily know if he's gonna be that that this year that yeah i don't know if he's ever gonna be that like number (laughs) one guy that edmonton fans think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be a a, for sure a very good top four d-man like a very good but i don't think he's gonna be your petrangelo type yeah yeah but as long as he compliments like nurse that's exactly make another second line or something like that i think that's what they're looking for have him with somebody decent on the second line so it's more like balance wise. True. Um, I was more talking yeah. along the media side than the team side. The media mm-hmm. has the expectations he's going well, to for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I'm dude, trying to level them. <laughs> I, yeah, I've no watched doubt. him play a lot. He played in London and I watched London games a, a lot more than your average Saskatchewan <laughs> guy. And yeah. he was very, very good and can show up. But I don't know yeah, if exactly. he's going to be a number one D man like Edmonton yeah. hope he is. Yeah, hey. Yeah, so, and before I get into the my top five here, my last runner-up watch out for was uh, Winnipeg, just because obviously, like yeah. they were actually unreal, unreal defensively. They were pretty high up. Uh, they were in the top ten in goals against average with the team they had last year. So that may have mainly been Hellebuck. Hellebuck but, was awesome too. But. but I do have Winnipeg as one of those more well, defensive teams, we so just their defense will them. look a little bit better. So as yeah. long as they gel well together, that's really the only issue I have. That's why I wouldn't – I'm not going to rank them in the top 10 right now no. or anything like that. But if they gel well, this could really be fucking hard well, to deal with because they got three straight lines coming at you, which is always, exactly. always good. We had just talked about them too on how good they potentially can be and that they – like with Jordan's mock trade there, we said they had to trade out a D-man to make it work. So mm-hmm. that that's a big improvement on what they were last year. Yeah, no like, doubt, no doubt. Like no they doubt. could have brought in two guys at the deadline that might not have been enough. Like, exactly. Like exactly. last year. So it's mm-hmm. very different now. 
Um, yeah. But I'll let you hop into your uh, top five now. Okay, uh, top five. I've got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Because basically, <laughs> you're being able to bring back the Stanley Cup winning decor minus Savard. Yeah. Is is basically all you can ask for. And you replaced him with um, Bogosian, who worked the first time. I don't see why he wouldn't work a second time. Yeah, same type of player. So, yeah, same, exactly. exactly. Hey, so. um, uh, Savard loss, yeah, exactly. won't really impact the regular season. No, the Savard loss there. will not regular season impact. So, like, yeah, maybe a little bit in the playoffs, but, like, I think you can once still again, they can always trade Shen. for a fucking guy, trade for a guy later or something like Josh that. Josh okay. Manson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, one, look for the production to rise out of this decor a little bit, even yeah. though they were sixth in the league last year. So that's pretty damn good with production. Wow. Um, it's just that they have to step up because they're missing a forward line now. Sergeyev. So you're is gonna going have to more. Step up. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna have more pressure on him. And exactly, what the fuck's going on, Sergeyev? Let's Man, go, buddy. He's gonna know? be amazing. Like he's already playing like real great. I can't complain about how he's no. doing. But like we know you can do more. Let's see it, bud. You know. Just do it. Yeah. This year, do um, it. Just be that yeah, number it's... number one defenseman in the league. Be that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, the the three, like if you can keep those three guys, like that's your who worst you have defenseman out there, being Sergachev. I wish my team had our left defenseman, sorry. Your worst left handed defenseman being Sergachev, or maybe McDonough. Like I don't know how yeah, you can exactly, say that after last year. Exactly. Hey. All yeah, three of them would be a number one D man on probably fifty percent of the league at least. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a, it's stupid. <laughs> it's all I can say. It's stupid. It's not fair. But yeah, exactly. Eiserman so, was a genius. So yeah, yeah, I have them getting a good, a, easy 180 points out of their production on defense. And yep. like I always, I, what I did there was just basically like <laughs> took like how many points they probably gonna get in the least and how many they could get at max. So, nice. like, I have them possibly getting 240 points. Like, that will never happen. I'm going to no. look back at some stats and see if how close guys get to even 220 or 230 right. or something like that. But seeing that Vegas, Washington, and Florida got 200 points last year, um, I guess it's wow. like on, proje- on, on a projection in 82 games to get 200 points. Um, that would that kind of solidifies Wait. that. Like, that's about as good as you're going to get Dude. is probably 200 points out of all your defensemen. Yeah, I'm, in 82 uh, games. I'm going to cut you off for a second. Did you say Florida had above 200? Yeah, in 82 games, if they would have played 82 games, they would have got 200 fucking points. They were third in the league in production. Holy crap. I didn't know they yeah. were that Vegas, good. Yeah, then. Vegas 209, Washington 203, I figured Florida, those 200. Two. Those two make sense because they score yeah. a lot from their defense. Yeah. But Florida, they were two years ago. We were talking about like people were talking about how they have the worst decor in the league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's why they uh, couldn't get it done. Was their their defense yeah, and their goaltending? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So wow. My second uh, spot in my top five it goes to the Dallas Stars. Now this is a tough one for me because they're they're projection of points their least amount of projected points is 150 to me and that's league average which i guess technically isn't bad because boston the islanders and montreal made the playoffs doing the same sort of thing right and the fact that they're more of a defensive styled team 
I have them in my top five of defensive teams. So they're two second in defensive teams and second in defense. Um, I have a tough time giving them this because of the fact they're I don't love their bottom pair. It's Sakara and I guess they could bring Hawk up I think it's now. Thomas Harley. Is it it's Thomas Harley? Hanley. Like, Hanley. Yeah. Hanley. Yeah. Hanley. That like, he could be a guy that could really help that bottom six, um, which is why I give but, them a little bit more promise. But they do have that hack and paw. Yeah, hack and paw. Yeah. He's yeah, sick. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, dope. exactly. He replaces so give... Alexiak a little bit. He replaces yeah, a little yeah. bit of what Alexiak brought, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. and like uh, I like this D squad because I love the top four so much. Like yes. these, all four of these guys are going to be able to play fucking like twenty-two minutes at least. And I like Heiskanen for more of a breakout this year. I should put him in my breakout players. I I just I'm not sold sold yet because he's been. Technically, like a half a game, or every second game point guy. So like, I he hasn't proven it, proven his contract yet, but they they paid him, and I think it's I think it is go time for him. I think he will get his like easy sixty. I think he'll I think he'll yes. get there. So yes, he will be a sixty point guy. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just as long as he does that and Sutter can do what he's been doing like the guy's usually getting 40 50 points a year like if he could do anything near that again like man this is a hard team to deal with on defense and like Absolutely. i said that you're never gonna see anybody you're hardly gonna see sakara sakara and the hack and will play 10 maybe 15 minutes a game yeah, you know like for sure that's it's just gonna be all. fucking yeah yeah exactly so um yeah that's yeah i think that's all i had on uh yeah, like the Sutter acquisition, I believe, will free up my Miro Heiskanen a little bit so he can dance around a bit more and get those points. So, yeah, yeah I yeah, think it'll work out no pretty good. No matter who he plays with, he'll probably he'll probably play with Suter and it'll be Lindell and, and Klingberg. Yeah, maybe. Hey, it works. maybe like, hey. I, yeah, I think yeah. Suter will be great because he'll give, like you said, it gives Heiskanen the freedom to actually go get points. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my number three is the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I have them getting like the for next surely best. De- the next yeah, Tampa. they're gonna get points. This is gonna be the next team that actually like defensive points. You're actually gonna get defensive points out of these guys like Vegas is that can actually Washington does too. But they'll be yeah, Washington exactly. that can actually defend. <laughs> exactly. Like, actually. So, they were ninth last year, tied with the Arizona Coyotes. That's the nice. Arizona Coyotes got uh, ninth in defensive production last year. Man, Jacob Chicken, I didn't know he scored 30 last year. Like, holy... <laughs> f- yeah, no shit, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's um, the only person I saw score for AC, yeah. so... Yeah, so Colorado, Murray for Graves is a minus defensively, yeah. but Byram in the fold can take some offensive priority off of Taze, so Taze can fill the minus defensively, and then Taze that also dope. pushes Murray down to the bottom line. Playing with, with Eric Johnson. Johnson. Like, what a and line. That's, a, all, that's just a nice, nice beauty third line. Like, you can't ask for much better. Murray a little bit more offensive. Uh, Johnson a little bit more defensive. They'll, they'll mesh pretty good. And obviously, this is I'm giving them, getting them, not bringing them up here because I believe in Byram. I believe he yeah. will get an easy 30, 40 points here in his first year, just Absolutely. hanging out. It's just I don't, I don't see it not happening. But it's just the, 
the, the it, it, it'll happen because of the bottom pair D because then they don't have to play Byram 20, 20, uh, anywhere around 20. It can be 18 yes. all yeah. year, you know, sort of thing. Shelter and he'll, Yeah. And he'll be just fine doing that sort of stuff. And Absolutely. on a second line power play, probably too, maybe you never know. They'll give him the chance. They'll give him like opportunities that, so. this year in the regular yeah. season. Yeah. Whether he yeah, stayed, but, it's going to be hard to knock out Gerard out of that. Yeah, second. exactly. Hey, like, I think we'll just give him the chances and stuff like that. Like I said, just play him even strength and a few play times it. on the power play to see how it goes. Offensive zone draws, stuff yeah. like that. This is a team that I have, like, they will, I technically I have them as my highest point getting defense because my minimum on yes. them is getting 200 points, which I'm, is I'm, a little high and seems insane, but like. It's Kale McCarr. Um, it is Kale McCarr. He may get a point per game, and I think that's what I I was just I about to ask that him. you have him at a point per game, like just 70 to 80. Yeah, I have He's him, I think, in that right. area. He's got to be. Oh, I agree. I was just curious. So basically, I have, right? yeah, yeah, I have McCarr getting 70 to 80. Yeah. Gerard getting like 40 to 50. I think even he might Kay's, even be 50, 60, Gerard. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. And I gave uh, the reason I said that is because I gave Taze forty and fifty again. Yeah, maybe I uh, just because he was. 30, yeah, exactly. So that'll probably be more It'll like be forty. And Gerard will be like fifty to sixty. That's what and I think. I think Taves will Byron, play more like defensive. Said, to 40. Yeah, play Taves more in your defensive role. Take Graves's role on yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, and at best, Murray and Johnson can get twenty points. Why not? Yeah. Oh, you know? for sure. Fuck Murray could get thirty. Murray could so, get like, thirty. Yeah. He's got that offensive like. He's got really yeah. nice transition skill, which I like. Yeah. Um, he just hasn't been able to really like piece it together with any team he's been on. Like his best team was Columbus, and they were never really <laughs> great offensively, so it didn't help. Um, but yeah, yeah, no doubt. Murray could be dope. Um, yeah, so that obviously that defense is just dynamic. It's, awesome. it's it's the new age defense. It's it none is. of this fucking yeah new age defense. Love it. We want to see way more defenses look like this. Just yeah. like the next selection in the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, um, who? So where do I have my Vegas Golden Knights? They are really good when Martinez <laughs> can play like that, hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Martinez could get 50 points every year, yeah, they're this good. Yes, um, that's That's true. one thing that kind of worries me is that, like, if he isn't that good, this team is not that – like, the d- defense isn't in the top Takes five. Takes a step. Me. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, they're not in the top five for me if Martinez kind of gets, like, a – a medium 40 point year he needs to he needs to do what he did last year and get like at least 50 and be that impactful they need him to do that um unless they get eichel (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah that would that's honestly like that that, that'll change things like drastically for vegas if they pick up if they cover the defensive scoring with a forward who's elite exactly hey it kind of exactly. covers that right then martinez mm-hmm. just needs to be good defensively and they're perfect yeah. so i know what you're saying yeah. but continue yeah exactly hey yeah like that's all given that petrol and theodore keep rolling which i don't see why oh, that I won't see happen why that won't happen they're awesome I mean, yeah petrol get 60 70 points yeah. uh theodore and, and like, probably get he might get 60 70 as well yeah, exactly. He's got hey. that potential. I think he'll be 50-60, but... Yeah, I got Petro at 50-60, Theodore at 60-70, okay. Martinez yeah. at 
And then basically everybody else at 10 to 20 other than I think Hag can take a step up. That's why I have probably get about 20. uh, I'm pretty confident in these other guys. Like what I have written down is like these depth guys and McLeod or White Cloud, McNabb and Hag. Like they just got, they just can't do anything wrong out there. No. uh, Why don't we notice you doing shitty things out there? Like what the fuck? Like this team's just, I don't know. They they can just throw these guys in and they just look fine. Apparently White Cloud. no, No complaints. A lot of people like White Cloud though, and think he's got he might have a little something extra. Um, yeah, hey, like I can see that because he's just seamlessly falling in. Like that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like team. he just kind of came in. They're not nobody's hating on him. He's just kind of just doing Good. the he's, job. Like he's not. He's yeah, just it's, playing it's smart cool. hockey, and that's all he's got to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, so I like it. I mean, they got simple. the most points last year out of their defense. So yeah. like, how do you? How do you not? They're up there. Oh, yeah, right. First in the league in goals against. I give that. Yeah. The reason I have them at four and not higher, like you guys do, is simply because they had two starting goalies last year. Yeah. So that's going to help a little bit. And they're also on my list of, uh, I think they're my third top like defensive teams. They're very good defensively. Yeah. They just love pouncing on opportunities. And they they can actually fucking score them amazingly. I, with... I put them as high as I did because their off offense revolves, excuse me, around how their defense are going to create, and that's the only mm-hmm. reason I put them so high. Is Vegas wouldn't be a good team if their defense only played good yeah. defense. Yeah, their defense right? is the most important part of their team, but yes. I don't believe that it that it's way better than everybody else's, and that's why they're good. You know, I think yeah. it's just because Vegas is Vegas and they can figure this shit out and yeah. they work their ass off to win these games. And that's, yeah. Yeah. that's how they've always been. And obviously, like you said, turnovers and stuff like they could be the best defense. It's hard not to not to say, but just with the names and like how it's on together, paper, your, I don't I don't love it don't... that that much. Yeah. You know, no, and I'm a little that. worried on Martinez. I'd, I'd want him to keep doing this, but. He's like playing so stellar. I hope it's not yeah. like a that was like my last super ast- astounding season. That was sort of my thing, paycheck hey? season. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm hoping like, it's not that either because I yeah. really, I really like him. Like mm-hmm. from that LA team, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Him, Muzzin, yeah. like those guys were so, so good for them. Yeah. 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 But. And yeah. then we get into the hardest decision the fifth fucking team. Oh man, it took so long. I'd like I got eight teams written down here. <laughs> Nine teams I had involved in this fucking fifth spot. Um and I'm kind of going more with how they did last year and how the momentum is going into this year. And it is the Florida Panthers. Yes, I'm man. so happy you picked them. Let's shit on this. <laughs> go ahead hit me okay. up why do you no i'm just joking i i can't really shit on it like i'm shocked is what i yeah, should say i'm because very shocked i'm shocked myself like i've never loved Ekblad and i am i am for so, so long and excited this decor has always been just yeah. yeah i'm so excited for you to explain to all the fans out there who are like what florida who the yeah. fuck are these guys? <laughs> yeah, before... trying to be the fucking Tampa, trying to be like Tampa, man. Yeah, they really like are. And yeah. I look at their decor and I'm like, I was like, really? But Aaron Ackblad, mm-hmm. awesome season. Like, I'm such, yeah. it's such a shame he broke his leg because I wanted yeah. to see him in the playoffs. I wonder. Yeah, if... man, he's really, really become sound. Yes. Like, I know who yes. he is now. I was exactly. just always like, 
what who the are you? Fuck, man, do be better than this. You can be better than this. Exactly. Yeah, technically, he was still scoring 10 goals every year. And it's just like, yep. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. And now it's like, I, I think, I think we got our Aaron Eckblad. And that's, it seems like that's he grew, got, so it seems nice. like he grew up over the past year a bit. Like, yeah. The last like, couple of years, he's really, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah he, he's just matured a lot. Um, Brandon mm-hmm. Montour, it was, he, he was pretty solid for them last year. Yeah. Um, he came in Yeah, way better numbers than he was with, Buffalo, Buffalo, so that yeah. was a good taking a chance on him, kind of. But we all he was he, he played them. for played Anna, with Anaheim, Anaheim, yeah, yep. and he was good yeah, for Anaheim. Good with Anaheim. So I don't mm-hmm. mind that. Mackenzie Weger is awesome. Like he had yeah, such hey. a good year this year. Yeah, um, like you can almost put a star on this guy after yes. a year like that. Holy shit, that was hundred percent. Um, like that's what you that's what you want Miro Heiskanen to do this year. You yep. know. Yeah, that's exactly what you want Mira Heishkinen to do is yeah. be weaker. Yeah, so um, exactly. And then, and then they got other Forsling. guys. Forsling. Like, he is my X factor on this. That's I have nuts. him in fifth because this is my X factor is Forsling. If he's not who he was and doesn't keep fucking playing that great, this team's not going to be in my top five, you know? Yep. He's a big, big X factor on this. I'm not yes, worried about anybody else because their bottom pair is Nudavara and like Gudis, which is just fucking insane to yeah. have those guys as they're together on a bottom pair. I know they're bottom pair guys, but just to have them together, it seems like it's just a perfect bottom pairing. So they, they spent their money on their defense so well. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. so so well. Like mm-hmm. everyone on their decor is paid over two, but. Mm-hmm. All of them but one is under three and a half. Like, yeah. that's unbelievable <laughs> to have five yeah, of your like, six defensemen in between two and a half mm-hmm. to three and a half. Yeah, and I truly believe that one of the big reasons this to the Panthers' success last year was this defense yes. and this defensive production. Well, we like, knew it wasn't the, the $10 million dollar man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, they've been looking pretty good, but like the the year before they looked pretty decent it looked like things kind of started clicking and stuff like that um near the end of the year yeah, but this year it really just it, yeah everything really came together and it worked so so nice like i just i feel like right now that's like even at the end of the year i would say they were one of the top five defenses so i think they're just going to keep that momentum going the way that they've been they've been doing yeah. this like this is yeah, like because their forward group was really not much. It was kind of slapped together, and all of a sudden the team was just so good. And it's yeah. like, why? I know they had a first. It was because of the defense, I think. And yeah. That's why I'm putting them up here. Well, they had a first line at one point of Huberto, uh, Carter Verhage, and Mason Marchment. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, that never screams top line to any team. Like, yeah, hey, they really started balancing the lines. Yeah, and then of, they uh, put. Yeah, and then yeah. they had Barkov, Bennett, and, just, and I think Duclair was on that line with them. Like I said, making a good top three. Like, you need yes. top nine. Yes, make you that, need a top make nine. those three great lines, then you fucking can win some games. And They challenged Tampa very well, yes. and it was neck and neck, man. So the only team that was as neck and neck was if, the Islanders, and yeah. we all know the Islanders would have won the Cup if they beat, squeezed past Tampa. 100%. I think anyone from... That would have beat Tampa. Would have probably won mm-hmm. the cup. Honestly, though, um, I wish to, I wish Tampa Florida would have won against run. Tampa because I would have liked to see Tampa see what Florida could do against Boston and uh, yeah, another uh, team like the that. Islanders. Like that would have been after well, a big series win. Like 
They could have really caught fire. Same with like Carolina. Hey, like those are two teams. Two teams Carolina. That I wanted to see them early. win, so then I could, I, I could see them play against these these tough teams in the second round. You know, exactly. Like, they like, played the tough teams right off the bat, and it's just I know it's just yeah. They just had the hardest division. They really did. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, that fucking Metro's a piece of shit. Oh, it was so bad. It, they just. <laughs> three teams just dominated and then Nashville were there um mm-hmm. but like yeah i know what you mean yeah this mm-hmm. <laughs> this florida team though it's you sold me on the defense because i wouldn't it's, have i would have called fucking, you crazy yeah no i fully agree like once i started hitting numbers and looking at stuff and i was like holy fuck like yeah like you guys i looked are good. yeah i like, looked at the list i looked at the list of teams and I bet there's five other teams I would have put it before them if I hadn't have done like more research on this stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts, man. There's a lot of teams I'd like, I, I can see doing better than these teams, but it's just because of, you know, things change in the season, stuff happens and this team does actually do good, like Philly or whatever. Hey, yeah, Toronto, they exactly. could be just one of the best Seeing... defensive teams just because of how that, how it plays out. Yeah, and I put I put Toronto for the in my five just to give them kind of credit for last year. Mainly, that's the biggest reason they were the only decor well, yeah, that didn't change yeah. that had a good year last year. Um, yeah, they're they're my first runner up. You know, like they're right yeah, there, man. I had them. And I know people. I like I said to Jordan, I knew people are gonna scream at me for it, but like they were that was not the reason they lost and i said if go to any leaf fan that watched all seven games and ask them why they lost to montreal none of them will say defense not a single one should be saying their defense was bad um and except for the some that might say like dermot screwed up when he coughed the puck up in overtime like if it was all from the forwards it was matthews marner not scoring um didn't help Tavares being hurt obviously but like it yeah, wasn't yeah. their decor. Their decor is good. So, mm-hmm. and, and... yeah. So like my top five with Tampa, first the X factor is basically Hedman. He has to fucking. Yes. <clears throat> to me, he's <laughs> the biggest X factor because if he doesn't keep fucking being so unreal, this team's not gonna be as good. Or that this this defense won't be in that top five. And you don't think Tampa Dallas, is without him? Interesting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. like if Hedman's not doing so amazing, I don't know. They're not top. They're not. Well, I don't know. They could stay I in the top five, but they wouldn't be five. first. They wouldn't, they wouldn't first. stay. They wouldn't be number one. I guess no. is what I'm getting at. To have them in one. No. And for Dallas to stay at two, the biggest X factor is health. A hundred percent. Those guys need to play all goddamn year, or else you ain't staying. Yep. Uh, up there, Colorado's X factor is Byron, because if he doesn't, if he just doesn't do anything they're just not going to be as potent yeah because we'll have to play murray in the top four or something like that yeah i guess because uh, kill mccarr is a sure thing yeah yeah and then he vegas's was. x factor is basically consistency you guys gotta stay consistent yeah. you guys can't be falling off for periods of time which has really been their forte for quite a while yeah they haven't gotten stay consistent they haven't slipped. And then obviously Florida, like I said, Forsling was the X factor there. Like, Yeah, for sure. If he's not actually great, then it's not going to be this great. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that that's uh, that's our top five decors. 
we all i love that we all had one different team at least we had the same four teams dallas tampa mm-hmm. florida or not florida sorry vegas and uh colorado but i like how mm-hmm. we all went different routes uh jordan went with the islanders myself toronto chase and the florida panthers still <laughs> baffles me that i said that. Like, <laughs> i know right? I, I can't wrap my head around it but I'm I'm gonna try this. Year. We're fucking good, man. Fuck. We're fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, that's been this week's podcast. Uh, go follow us on our social medias on Twitter and Instagram at the Couch on Ice. You can still email me. I I probably won't check it again this week, but you can still email me. But that's been this week's podcast. Bye, guys. Peace out.